good. <laughs> Just a, a little office reference right off the top. I'm having a little deja vu right fans. now, Kale. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Yeah, glitch we'll get into in, it. Glitch in the matrix. So, but uh, we are a solid seven podcast. We are a better than average podcast, but just barely. Just barely. We are not a podcast about any one thing. I botched our little catchphrase. Yeah. It's supposed to be, we're not a podcast about nothing, but we're also not a podcast about any one thing. There you go. I'm really proud of you. There it. goes the the magic. Yeah. You guys are seeing how the sausage is made. But uh, each week we just get together and we talk about whatever is going on in the world that interests us and invite you to come along with us. And uh, occasionally we bring a guest along with us too. And that's the case tonight with our good buddy, John Reyes. What's going on, boys? Uh, it's an honor to be here. Here you go, here. man. Here you go. Oh, man. Like, that was a real studio audience. You have to understand, like, really kind of geeking out because yeah. I have to be your number one fan. Maybe. Uh, I think that's a that's a tall order, friend. Uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam Sam's would a probably big, give you a run for your money. But he does text me often when he listens to it. Yeah. I don't have to. See, I would argue I'm a bigger fan because I don't text you every time I listen to it. Oh, wow. You got someone pretending. But here's Whoever my Sam, thing. I don't know Sam. I think I don't care if at this point. I don't care if you text me or not if you're listening because just listen to it That's and we'll see the views. <laughs> yeah. Well, so because if it were so. me, if I were the other end and I'm listening to your podcast, John, I don't want to. I don't want to feel obligated every time I listen. You have to understand from the other perspective. If I feel like you feel obligated, it's not real to me. Ah. And that's ah. how I think y'all should feel about the Sammy character who I've never met, who I'm already Sam Seda. Oh, was it Sam Seda? Yes. I'll smack talk him Probably all day. didn't mind our last name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sam, yeah, if I he outed you. Just, um, so we will not at this moment be doing the traditional cracking of our Jocko Ghosts. Why is that, Kale? Um, well, we already cracked him, which is uncharacteristic. Why is that, Kale? Uncharacteristic. <laughs> well, at the time, at the time, we were under the impression. <laughs> For about good fif- 10 minutes, maybe. That we were recording. <laughs> For about 10 minutes, we were chatting it we, up so at this point we're if you if you're like man the guys are energetic tonight yeah, well man. we're about halfway into our jocko <laughs> goes no yeah i definitely Already. thought we were recording i uh went yeah. to start a little stopwatch to tell us how long we've been going and then to verify how because i started later into the recording quote recording <laughs> i look i hit record i hit start on Alleged the stopwatch recording and i looked back at the recorder just to see where our t- real time is just to see okay so when i see the stopwatch we're 10 minutes ahead whatever yes look over there's a big old fat stop button, <laughs> no timer moving, and I, and uh, I just like deer in headlights like, oh no. But think about it from my perspective though. I, I look over and I just see you go, oh no, and then I look at him and he goes, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Ten minutes of our lives was Just into like, the we, air are we okay are we <laughs> and then so, i'm just thinking like is there a backup something like no there is no backup no. there is no redundancy but. no contingency we're done so long story short we'll catch up on what you missed we cracked our jocko ghost now john hadn't ever had a jocko go he claims to be a super fan mm. but had not prior to today had a jocko go but, but you know why because i'm i'm knowing that someday i'm going to be on the show so why would, uh, I, why would I? So uh, I, while I think I that is a, him, and I, I said, yeah. "Are you okay with me having one before I'm with you guys?" Yeah, because at the time I was already booked. Now listen, I do <laughs> think that that reasoning is a giant crock of crap. However, <laughs> I do I do appreciate the spin. I you do. guys make such a big deal out of the drink. How could I come here and, and, and just be like, "Oh yeah, 
how much more special? Hey guys, this is my first one with y'all, but of course it yeah. didn't end up happening. So, but you tried to prime the pump with one earlier. It was a sour apple. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, it's this. Uh, no, can we skip that later? To which I replied, absolutely not. He said non-negotiable. Non- non- I said, um, well, then I'm not going to negotiate. But uh, tonight you're you're sipping on an afterburner orange, and yeah. you likey. Gotta say, and and you know it's funny if you were to put like a sour green apple, I don't know, drink of whatever kind in front of me, and then an orange soda. I would go for the orange soda yeah. well over the sour apple anything. And so it, it shouldn't surprise me. This is so much better. But Yeah, right. you just went with a flavor that wasn't really your bag. Right. And now you're a believer and you know what's up and you're on the path. And I would encourage to other people that if you didn't like it, try another flavor. There you go. Try it yeah. again. And we may see, I don't know if you've felt this. I don't know if we get annoying to some people that don't care to try a Jocko. Like, oh, we get it. You guys just want to get sponsored. Blah, blah, blah. It's not even that. Even if that was not even a remote possibility. I think we would still be talking about them as much as we are just because well, we believe in it that much. I do I do love it. I am a Jocko fan. I right. do think a lot of people um, are likely probably consuming an energy drink of some. Even Something. if even if it's like, oh, I'm going to have a Dr. Pepper, I'm going to have a Coke for the caffeine. Sure. Um, or a diet version of those, which yeah. Diet Dr. Pepper is the superior diet drink I've heard to pretty good. much all other it. diets. Um, but like, hey, here here's an alternative that will give you that little boost. And we'll probably do it in a better, healthier way. We're we're just looking out for you. Also, I want them to sponsor us, and also I want to be friends with Chaco. So, I mean, whatever. Two birds, or three. That too. All John's, the birds. John's the third bird. Yeah, he's flipping the bird. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um. So we've known John. I've probably known you the majority of your life. Probably, yeah, something like that. Like when would be... I have met you? How old would you have? Well, been? I'll tell you what. Uh, sixth grade. I was at the, uh, the the private school attached to uh, your former workplace, and so I was a little sixth grader running around that office, seeing you. Probably not saying hi to you. Probably, yeah. Were you, f- were you friends with Mike Williams at the time? Uh, yeah, yeah. He okay. was. I mean, that would have been why you would have been in the office. Was no, uh, no, no. Isaac. Isaac was uh, yeah. my best friend. Uh, no, I would time. say, um, for as long as I've known you, I, I haven't specifically known your name for yeah. as long as I've known you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because while some people come from a family, uh, you come from a pack. Yeah, it's more of a, um, a its own race. There, there's a lot of you. <laughs> there's You You could populate a small island oh, nation absolutely. is and the point here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for the longest time, I had no idea which one yeah. was which. Well, that, it was, that's, that's fair. It was, I knew you were a Reyes. Yeah. Well, so, it, and so, but it's an interesting relationship in any case because like you have you know, this <laughs> grown man doing his job, you know, it's, it's, this is circa 2008, maybe something like that. And you've got at the time a sixth grader, right? That's one, that's one relationship dynamic. We could call that nothing. There's yep. no relationship, but <laughs> then you move that to an internship capacity where for those who don't know, you know, our, our, my church has an internship program and, and, you know, Kale was actually one of the teachers of one of the classes. You know, so then you have that dynamic, which again, pretty much zero, but we at least kind of see of each other, know each other. And then you've got some years later where, you know, at this point, again, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually the youth pastor of uh, the campus that Kale and his family attend. And so now it's a total, see, we've had these three yeah. different dynamics which, of knowing each other. Um, and now this fourth dynamic on a podcast host. Which is, uh, I have guest. to say, the greatest of all the dynamics. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, personally. Yeah, you know, and a board member, so watch your P's and Q's, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what, which class did you take with me in the internship? You know what? I was trying to remember earlier today. Because they were all graded equally. Some were better than others. Well, I, I re- took a class with you when I was an intern, too. Did <sighs> you take the like the ethics class? 
It might have been ethics. That was the good one. In the trailer at yeah. the old campus? Yeah. yeah did you that not was a good teach class. ethics in the new building? No, we ditched that class when we made some changes. I remember it being like, building, I don't know if intense is the right word. Real? It was Yeah, I was pretty I I my my take when I was teaching those classes was pretty different from most of the other people teaching yeah. classes. But it brought balance, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. So can you give us a hint or a little taste of I don't remember anything you said. Well, are you talking about during the classes? Yeah, like let what? me let me just tell you all my favorite part. If we had time, leftover time at the end of class, I would always remember this is story time with Uncle Kale. I remember that. It was, yeah, it was a portion and he would just but he would have literally he would have stories and a solid piece of advice and wisdom at the end. And that's why he decided to start a podcast where we all listen to him. It about should have been sooner. The, that was six years ago. The deal with uh, story time with Uncle Kale was that I would just open the floor to whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the deal was like, I've been around here for a long time. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. I know a lot of things that you want to know, but don't know. Right. I'll answer any questions you ask me. And what I wouldn't ever get, which was funny is. How do I be a better intern? How do I turn this into a real career? How do I succeed in this career path? How do I improve my relationship with this person on the staff? Yeah. It was always like, how'd you meet your wife? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, that's the story you get. And yeah. hey, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting one. I believe it's yeah. a suck up question. It's not your it's not your average uh it's not your average how I met your mother story. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh but so they they'd wasted on personal stuff like that, and so that's it's, you know it's funny you say that now because you know you didn't make any you didn't make it clear that there was any frustrations on your part for those types of questions. You know what I mean? You didn't say like, "Hey guys, ask better questions." You just went with it. No, because uh, it was fun for me that you yeah. guys wasted. <laughs> what that's a funny. beautiful thing to look back on, man! Yeah. That's awesome. So I think it's funny how John ended up on the podcast tonight. What do you mean? Yes. Oh, y'all know um, something I don't. So I, you know. I, based on our current relationship, I tend to see John, you know, on Sundays and Sunday before last, uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking to John. He's like, dude, I'm so excited. Um, and I thought you were talking about becoming a Patreon supporter. Oh. And also because I posted our, uh, to our Patreon during <laughs> the service because I was funny. super tuned in. It was during announcement time people and so i thought you had like seen me post the patreon stuff for the first time i mean and you're like no two weeks from now and i'm like jesus coming back nobody told me like (laughs) and i'm and you're like no i talked josh booked me i'm gonna be on the podcast yeah so i'm like oh okay that's that's cool like we had talked about you as a potential guest or whatever and so then i'm texting josh i'm like Hey, John told me you booked him for two weeks. No, wasn't this in person? I thought I saw you in person when we had this conversation. Oh, it might. What? What did we do? Lunch or something? Y'all talk that often. You guys are best friends. I remember we looked at each other like confused, like, wait, what? So I'm like, oh, John said you you booked him because we were kind of talking about the calendar. He's like, which I he. Just oh, said, this is funny. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Just I'm said, just, my, both my hands are up right now for those just listening. Said I, 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 just said I I didn't book him. <laughs> Right, like, what do you mean? He he, like he came up to me all excited. He said he talked to you and, and that you booked him. Well, I well, you what got, had happened, ahead, Josh? John ahead. and I You're on the spot right now, my I know. friend. Go ahead. So John and I had, had talked, and we were like, it wasn't like a definite, but uh, I think because we wanted you two weeks ago, but then we couldn't have you last week because you and I were actually out of town at an event, and so I uh, I just put two weeks question mark. I'll give you. I'll let you know when I get more deets. Like I didn't think that was final at all. So then, I think I saw you at the event you stopped by and then uh you were like hey dude i'm so excited for whatever i'm like what do you what do you mean and you go i talked to kale on sunday i was like oh okay so i so i assumed at that conversation (laughs) kale booked you (laughs) so so we're realizing as we're talking about this 
You booked yourself. Okay. John just booked himself on the podcast. Listen, in my defense, first of all, first of all, it doesn't look like y'all had another guest in line, okay? No, I mean, no. Okay, second of all, this is what happened. Listeners, y'all need to know this. These boys record on Thursdays. Guess when I got a text for my, for an for an original invite. Oh yeah, to, that was two weeks ago. Oh, it was a it was the Thursday last minute. night. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Well, because we talked that day, I think. I don't remember. And I and I just I was like, I know it's a last minute ask, but I'm just going to text you. Anyways. Yeah. And I was yeah. a second away from being able to do it. It's just the location was a little bit far or whatever. But wait, what? Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I thought with the two. You're like, oh, two weeks from now. I was like, yes, and yes. I read the text. Josh did say, I'll give you the deets later. <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't <laughs> finalized. <laughs> But you have to credit that towards my fandom a little bit, right? Yeah, like I'm, I'm not, eager to be I'm not here. Hating. I'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you're here. Yeah, I'm not I mad love at you it. guys. Thanks for letting me book myself. <laughs> there you go, live studio. So audience. known John for quite a while. He's one of 37 children. He is eight feet tall. Mm. I thought he was nine. This isn't a video podcast. He is mm. eight feet tall. Yeah. Um, and you're pretty much caught up. I don't know. Yeah. What, what else would we tell the people? You're a drummer. I'm a drummer. Yeah. Accomplished drummer. Uh, I'm a I'm a pretty avid gamer, mm. especially of like multiplayer games. I like beating people at stuff. But like you're playing like Fortnite. Get out of my face with that. Absolutely not. Um, no Fortnite. Uh, more so like Call of Duty nowadays. You're on a Warzone. Yeah. Um, mm. and Rocket League takes a lot of skill. I you love Rocket, Rocket League. League. I know you're on Rocket League. It's, it's, Rocket, League. it's Rocket League, the soccer with the cars. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I've then this one recently, things. Knockout City. It's like super dodgeball. But anyway. I just like beating people. Probably comes from the yeah. having a hundred siblings thing. I'm Wanted actually to not too bad at Rocket League. We should play together. And uh, be fun. Yeah, you're on fun. Uh, like uh, Twitch and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. PC gamer. Uh, and so yeah, I stream on Twitch every Tuesday. You and Adam should play together. So I don't know if I have I heard an episode of this podcast with Adam on it yet. Yeah, he I'm was on, on episode eleven. Episode nine. I, don't I thought I don't he know was. The was he the like the he's a scientist or something? He like that? mediated Kayla no, and I's no, divorce. No. Okay. Do you remember that episode? No. I don't think I'm there yet, bro. Oh. If you're not 11, you're past it. No. No way. Adam was 10. Oh, you're on it. Oh, I'm on it. Wait, you said you're on 11. Yeah, 11 is Mike. Maybe this is from Redacted times two. No. I, no, I've only heard Redacted once. I must be not on 11. Let's see. Yeah. You must be crazy, I'm girl. So you've at least listened to seven because you've heard Physicist Jason. I'm on nine. What am I talking about? NFTs. There it is. Yeah. What's NFT again? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I've been repeating it. To oh, that's myself. like the, I'm not. I don't actually buy something. I I no. just I have the cert license for yeah. the thing. Sorry, so I'm stupid. on nine. Yeah, episode nine. Yeah, NFT is very interesting. Just, just guys, listen. Can I just say like really interesting guests that you've had on? I'm Thank you. I'm so serious. Like Especially these, episode 14's guest. Can I just say like my favorite of them all? Mike Redacted is something else. Yeah, he's probably my favorite. Yeah. He is. I mean, because he just makes me want to be a man. He's more. taller than you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. He's, yeah. He legit and uh, okay. The people who keep asking me are women. Like I just yeah. want to see a picture of well, him. Well, we've really pumped it up. Yeah. Too. <laughs> no, like he legit is Captain America. Yeah. No, uh, he's he's a handsome fella, and he uh, he likes to serve and uh, a heck of a leader and a yeah. Who coined Mike Redacted? Was that you? I didn't. I'm not that. I'm not smart. Is it you? So, yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I just hit record every now and no. then. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike. Uh, Mike's a good friend of the pod and uh, the OG Patreon supporter. Dude, What's he subscribed to Patreon before we even recorded the first episode. Yeah. He was heard, he the one talking about supporting your friends when they have yeah. ventures, yeah. Or whatever? Yeah, Dude, Mike, I, I, I'm a huge believer in that not only because like obviously whatever they want the support and the help i feel like it it, it does something i'm maybe being a little dramatic with this word but entrepreneurially it does something for me 
to support the endeavors of like my friends right. or whatever. So I don't know when my friends have a podcast, like supporting it, do the Patreon, listen all the time, post yep. about it. I, it does something for me when it comes to my Twitch or when it comes to like, I've any, subscribed to your Twitch. Start. I did like a, like a month or two. Somebody gifted a bunch of subs and Kira got one two nights ago. I know, she ago. was really confused and asking <laughs> me to explain it and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't explain it either. It's just like, you're She's just like, a subscriber. What do I, I don't know. It's what do special. I do? Nothing. And then She's, your video, you sent like a replied, you replied on Instagram in a video yeah. and it was like three milliseconds. You're like, you just were like, like you got something. Nah, yeah. I, I, we don't know. It's nothing. It's somebody gifted, basically somebody gifted five subscriptions and they go to random people. So you're ah. technically a subscriber now. What benefits do you get? Whatever I decide, which is not much right now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, do you even have a mug? I certainly do not have a mug. You gotta get a mug, man. Everybody Dude, wants a mug. That don't even know check how out that chip mug, mug right there. Yeah, just don't pour your drink in it. I can't wait to get mine, which should be in what, two, we, a month or we two? We just keep that one on display here to remind us of how mediocre we are. <laughs> but <laughs> I, that's almost like part it's, of... It's down the whole cup, yeah, that chip. The, yeah, the crack runs all the way down the mug. But that's fitting, because if it wasn't yeah. there, it'd be a 10 it mug. Would. Now right. it's a 7. Right. I love the, print, it. the print job's a little bit, maybe like a 5. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. It's a little blurry. I like it. But still, we're subscribing, everybody. We're yeah, 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 It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. So, which kind of drives to the point of why I thought it'd be fun to have John on. And there, I mean, there's several reasons. You're an interesting guy and you're fun to talk to. Myself, but, but yeah. You, I mean, you are, <laughs> if you're not the super fan, you are certainly a super fan. Yeah. Um, and I, you, this might be self-serving, but it just leads me to want to ask, um, why? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I, I have to, this is, you're not going to enjoy my answer. You're not. Okay. <clears throat> Here it is. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But, I, but I almost think that that's a good thing. Better than me saying like, oh, oh, because. Yeah, no, I can definitely that. turn that into a promotional blurb. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> not. What's so maybe great about Solid 7? No, that's a great know. fun size. Right. If I, if I, <laughs> <laughs> what do you like most? I don't if, know. If I had to, if I had to say and, and whatever, like it's just it, to me, it's the back and forth between the two of you. Hmm. It's it's so like I don't even feel like I'm listening to people I know. I'm being so serious. You, like, there, what I realize, especially on Twitch, because there's there's certain points in time where my category, you basically select what displays. Like, what are you doing? What game are you playing? Whatever. Yeah. One of the categories is just chatting. Okay, and that has been historically my most successful category. Just sitting there right. talking, whether it be on Discord with someone else or with someone in person with another mic. So, having ventured into that category and committed to it so much, I realize that talking. And being consistently interesting to other people and to yourself because you have to genuinely want to keep talking, right? It's not something that everyone has, and right. even the people who have it, like it, it's a skill. It takes it mm. take it, to me. It's it's just not normal. It's 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 an ability. So, I mean, the fact that you you clearly have that. I'm pointing at Kale for those. Listening. <laughs> yeah, don't point at me. I'm like I'm just no, I'm no, the no, one liner no, but, little no, jokester. And that okay, but that brings me back to what I said: the back and forth between you two. That. To me, it perfectly complements that. Mm. And like, I love how sometimes you'll make a joke, he will just ignore it. 100% ignores all my jokes. He just won't say anything back to it. And that makes it funnier to me. What was the episode where you were trying to think of someone's name and I'm throwing out like 18 different, just absolute random names? I think Mike (laughs) Redacted was on. I think it's happened more than once. But like, I listened back to it and I was making myself laugh. I think I was trying to remember the name of like who got roasted for like stealing jokes from the comedy store. And I think it was Carlos Mencia. Yeah, it's him. Um, and I couldn't remember it. And as I'm trying to remember it, you're just saying name after name after name. And I just didn't acknowledge any Not of even it. a millisecond of it. Um, and then I think- Which I get double entertained by because some people are going to listen to that and like 
think that I'm being so mean to you, ignoring that. I think some people probably think and that. I think it's funny that that's the read. And then, <laughs> then there's the subset of people, and these are my people, who get that that's the gag. That's the yeah. that's yeah. the bit. Yeah. It's so much funnier for me to let you keep going Dude. than yeah. for me to be like, no, not John. It makes right. no, me, it, not, as a listener, not. I feel like you can't sit still and you're looking to press a button. You're like, just obnoxious, which I know you're not, but maybe you are, whatever. It's like obnoxious. But there what? you go. And like, so but what I noticed is like towards the beginning of this podcast's birth, right? You would say something. Kale would say something almost every time. By the fourth episode, I think you would hit the laugh track so inappropriately and out of pocket, and he would say nothing. You well, would just listen, keep no, carrying Normally, on. Uh, Josh is the one for dog talk because he's a fur daddy or whatever yeah. that is, right? But um, I, I've watched some Caesar Milan myself, and I, I remember him talking about like when you, if you, if your issue with the dog is like the dog jumps on everybody when they come in, yeah. Like the the solve for that is like you've got to tell your friends, your family, whoever when they're coming over, and you've got to do this as family, like. When you walk in, you don't even acknowledge that dog's existence yeah. until they've calmed down and sat down. Like you don't give attention to the behavior. You're getting an analogy right now. That's You're basically the, heavily that's basically the tack. That, Josh? Basically the tack I'm taking <laughs> with the sound pad is that if I just don't acknowledge it, at some point the behavior will stop. Keep dreaming, dude. I don't think. So. I mean, especially now because we're talking about it. But but yeah. here's the thing. Oh, here's the variable you're not considering. I'm an idiot that doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care uh, and I will continue to go because here's the thing. It makes me laugh. I don't care if you're laughing or find yeah. it amusing or not. Do you laugh after when you listen to it? If and when? Yeah. TBH, I haven't heard like the last three episodes. I figured. I mean, I haven't listened to any yeah. podcasts yeah. in like the last couple weeks. And so like, again, ah. it's a bit of, of inside baseball, but then also like that whole thing right now, like telling that that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Like me not acknowledging it is the joke. Yeah. So then me acting like there's any kind of intention behind that other than being funny right. is also the joke. Oh my gosh. So there's always, I always you like to see what I mean though, the, 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 the genius behind it, but it's almost, it's, it's genius because it's not genius. I, I would choose your words a little I was about to say, we haven't seen the genius in each other in years. <laughs> okay, I guess, I, I mean, context so, matters, right? Because yeah. all you guys have talked about is actually it's, Elon Musk's and stuff like it's that. It's layers. So, you know it works I mean. on a lot of levels. So I like to see who gets what jokes in what ways. Yeah. That's always intriguing to me. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was like a comment section on Spotify for stuff like that, you know? Yeah. We talked about initially doing uh, like a live Discord while we recorded. Like as a tier on Patreon, it got, got you access to a Discord channel and you could listen to us recording live and chime in on the on the whatever. There's equipment to, to do an Instagram live with your audio feed through it, isn't there? I don't know. I'm yeah, almost positive there is. Yeah, it should be cool. the, the thing that, um, like, I hadn't, because I, I'm not, I don't, I, like, I'm not on Twitch, I'm not on any of that stuff, and so Discord really was bor born out of, like, the gamerverse, I feel like, or yeah. that, at least that's my read on it. Yeah. Um, and to me, like, I see it, and coming from, like, office work world, I'm like, oh, this is Slack, which it really is, it is, it's Slack. Um, but, uh, so, I stumbled across, the, across it, because when I became a supporter for Tim Dodd, for Everyday Astronaut, he's got his own Discord. So I'm, I think I support him at like 10 bucks a month. And you know, so I got access to it. One, I, like I'm never on it because it's just, it's just so much. No, like, I'm not going to sit and read all so, of this. I don't mean to cut you off, but to that point, I have several times, you know, cause on Twitter they'll, they'll tweet out links. So like my, one of my favorite bands made a parade. They put out their discord one time, a couple of YouTubers I follow, Twitch streamers, whatever. Once when it's a community like that, I'll, I'll end up joining the discord yeah. and I I end up muting notifications. I don't ever look at it because it's too much. Well, and that's my thing. Well, the other thing is, it just 
like we love the pod. We'd love to see it blow up. I'm waiting for that viral episode. But in the meantime, it's pure side hustle. It's not paying the bills. It's it's you know it's not whatever. And I'm like, the Discord. You're just starting like your own little mini like social network. I'm like, and I don't want to be responsible for setting rules and policing that and and what it just for where we're at for what we're doing. I'm not saying Discord's never coming. Yeah. Uh, but I, it just felt like too much. I mean, right now we can't manage to <laughs> to post to Insta once a week, so Dis- Discord might have been too much. I don't even know the last time I opened Instagram. I had, yeah. I just don't care for yourself personally. All the above. And <laughs> well, I mean that I, I was you know we got into a little conversation about me and Josh got into a little conversation about like social medias and stuff that you guys would or wouldn't be willing to do as extensions of the podcast, and one of them seemingly as non negotiable as. Jocko Go or the lack thereof was TikTok. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, so I I, I have to really know what t- I kind of know what it is. But it's just see, stupid but so, videos, but, but I'm like, but I don't so want- this is the problem though. How do you have such a sold out mentality on I won't do it when you don't necessarily know what it is? Because I'm just over social media in of itself. Okay, that's a so better point I don't than saying want, you hate TikTok. Right. I don't. Okay. I don't think I could say I hate TikTok. I don't care to know about TikTok. Okay. I like being so completely ignorant and. Uh, just dumb about it. Like I don't want to know anything about it, and that's yeah. fine. And I see how is it's that cool because of how it started and I have how no it was idea just how it started. Like teenagers dancing to songs. Yeah, like yeah. also whatever it, but, is cool and like whatever the, the, the young folk are like. And I'm just by default against well, it. I, just the algorithm's insane. It well, is also, so easy to go viral on TikTok. It blows my. Mind. I know people with thirty, forty thousand followers on TikTok. Yeah. Multiple. So, also, um, China like owns it, and it's kind of scary. Did they get fixed? The with, like yeah. they sold to Oracle or not, something like that? No, they they ended up not selling because of the oh. way the election went. That that went out the window, and they're fine now. And even the Biden administration just lifted the ban on them. They're reassessing, but they just lifted the the ban no on idea, them. But I thought it was yeah, safe. and so Ugh. yeah, like my issues with TikTok are are legion. It it is the the China thing. But you've it, at least it, done your research. Yeah, it, okay. it, it is the China thing. It is. I don't think our target market is on TikTok. I don't. That's I, not I saying agree. that nobody that enjoys. That's not to say that nobody who enjoys our podcast is on TikTok. Yeah, it's. I just don't think it's our our target market. Like we're not going to um, gain followers by hopping on there. I don't think. Also, got call. I don't know. Based on how much cross posting I see of TikTok content in Insta stories, I don't. Oh, I don't need to be there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Uh, it's everywhere else anyways. Doesn't like matter. All but over I, Reddit, but, you but see just, but, TikTok But numerically videos. speaking, though, because I totally agree with you and it kind of bothers me a little bit, I see tic- so many TikTok videos on Instagram Reels. But I, I just, there's a reason, though, that you don't see Instagram Reels on TikTok. And it's because TikTok is the is, is the priority for content creators. And, and Instagram is a nice, healthy second, but it's nowhere near the numbers of TikTok. I agree that your demographic's not on TikTok, but what I what I need y'all to know is like the moment. Just try this: the moment you have a clip where you guys are like, "Oh, that's very intriguing," or whatever. Viral, we're not viral a video sword. podcast, though. Yes, I guess that would be the problem. Yeah, yeah. And boom roasted. Well, even so, just the audio. Put a little like the wave thing moving or whatever. If it's viral enough, you put it on TikTok. I don't know why it just blows up yeah. every time. And then I'm also I'm also in the boat, probably a little stubborn. If that's what it takes to become famous, I'm fine. That's fair. I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have to learn. I'll that. say this. It's a lot of work. Now, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll admit and recognize my own hypocrisy here as, you know, I sit and stare at my iPad screen that was, you know, assembled, designed in California, assembled in China. But I'm just like, not, no, no, like, uh, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll stay at a hundred listens a week before I'll promote on China's little data collection app. 
Sorry. That's a way more solid point of view than than I thought you had on it. So yeah. I appreciate that. No, you're welcome. Yeah, um, <laughs> you now, didn't say it. <laughs> I I think this is worth saying uh, pretty much every week. We here at the uh, Solid Seven Podcast, uh, we're not fans of the Chinese government. Chinese government, not China. When we say China, we refer to the Chinese government. Yeah, this episode I'm on, you, you yeah. clarified the mess out of it. I was almost, I was yeah. almost mad at you. I was like, did you think I thought you were racist? Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to cover our bases. Uh, yeah, I see. We're in, what's funny is probably there's no surer way to make sure that my bank account like gets hacked and cleared out than to spend every week saying I'm not a fan of the Chinese government. Yeah. Um, I just continue to count on them having bigger fish to fry. Uh, but if I'm ever wrong about that, it's it's going to be a problem. Well, if the I'm podcast sure. blows up, that might be the fish they're looking for. Yeah, don't get too big now. I mean, they're playing the long game. They're 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 trying to destroy America. I bet you they're trying. To, I should say, I bet you they're trying to destroy America from within. Because to divide ourselves, because no one can beat us in a in a like a war, like in a fight, in a battle. Mano, like a, a mano y mano. Is that how you say it? Mano a mano. Whatever. But like, if they can dis- disseminate us from within. Then they'll uh, be the superpower. I don't know what word you're going I don't for, know. but it wasn't disseminate. Yeah, I don't think Dece- so. What am I trying to say? You might want to look that one up. Decimate? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Decimate's how words work. closer. It's, but isn't decimate technically only Let's destroying just say they're, 10%? Let's they're, they're going to probably De- try to destroy us from within so divide? that they can... Yeah, yeah let's just go with divide. Okay. You know, this might be an embarrassing fact, but I just, like, months ago, found out what's up with the Chinese government. Like, I had no idea. I didn't know they wanted to take over the world or had shown signs to Have you to ever me. read about China... You well, know, the ever. history, but you know, I'm a nice guy. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, yeah, I, I assume that. that they're better these days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, modernizing fast, sure, but still largely agrarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the office. Yeah, yeah. It's Oscar, Oscar, office, Oscar, and Michael. It, it were arguing yeah, China. no, just um, oh yeah. As um, you know, what as tends to be the case with uh, communist regimes, are they they're still except Hong Kong, right? Uh well like that's that's the whole whatever is like Hong Kong's long had this desire and this like claim to independence yeah. uh Hong Kong and Taiwan um that China doesn't acknowledge but then typically um you know like liberty and freedom and the peace loving countries of the world such as America have backed that like no they have a right to govern themselves if they say um, they want whatever, but now they've really been cracking down hard on that in Hong Kong. And, uh, you know, to our great shame, we're just, we're just letting it, letting it happen. What about John Cena? What do you think about that? You're a WWE fan. What What's about what? him? What happened? Did you see controversy? He acknowledged oh, so happy he loved that. controversy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's in what? Fast and the Furious 33 Nine, or whatever they're on. 9, I thought it was 1400. Yeah. He, uh, acknowledged Taiwan as a country and China got mad because, uh, I think is Fast Nine the newest one? That's yeah. the one coming out. So yeah. I think Vin Diesel is trying hard to get F Nine to really debut in China first because that's where they get their money. Mm. So interesting. Uh, John Cena is also like he he likes to make money. He acknowledged Taiwan as a country. China got really mad, and then he came back and like apologized like really bad and took it back and was like, Does I'm it? So does that have? Okay, so say I'm a celebrity like John Cena. Does that have? serious implications like their government being upset oh, at what China a major celebrity China will just yank your movie yeah, won't you won't it. be on any theaters yeah they have complete there's control no, and so there, but there's no voting there's no process no 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 yeah, yeah. No, your your movie's just done and so you know I go back and, and forth on this well I don't go back and forth uh, like I do struggle with my own hypocrisy on it and uh, Becca hit on this some when she was on the podcast um, you know of just like you know, I, I enjoy 
how affordable like a, a lot of families can get by on their budget because they can go to Walmart and buy things at a much lower price because they're made in countries like China versus if you were paying uh, you know, an American worker to make it, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I'm, I'm sitting here in front of all these things that were, were made in China right now. Um, so is it entirely fair of me to be like, Hollywood, could you please stop licking their boots? Yeah. Um, because Hollywood wants their money just like I, I want their cheap crap. But the, the farther and farther we get into it, the less and less I want their, their cheap crap. Yeah. Like give me something of quality. You know, we talked on it a bunch with about origin at the beginning of last week's podcast. Like, uh, you know, I'll make that thing in America. Just make it quality, so mm-hmm. I don't have to replace it so soon. Right, and that, that's where you get the, um, you know, the value in that equation. Right, is it's, uh, yeah. Would it be more expensive if everything was made here? Yeah, but so how you overcome that is like make it with enough quality, so we just have this disposable society. Right, like we don't fix things mm-hmm. anymore. We don't patch clothes. We don't fix appliances. We don't. If it broke, I mean, you might get your, your you know. Appliances might be too far. You might get a washer or a fridge repaired if you can. But by and large, so many things, it's like, oh, this is just done. We'll just chuck it and get another one. Mm-hmm. That didn't used to be who we were or what we were about. But part of why we are that now is because things have become so cheap that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, where, okay, if if I if I buy my Origin jeans and I happen to rip a hole in the knee, I, I might actually patch that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you spent one hundred and twenty dollars in a pair um, of jeans. You know what I'm saying, man? Get it done. <laughs> so yeah, it's so I recognize my my own hypocrisy there. But I think we, we mentioned on the podcast talking about the new Top Gun movie, which I cannot wait for. When does that come out? Um, it was I don't know. It's been delayed, delayed. But I think uh, end of this year now. I think maybe December or something. And it looks fantastic. But on the Tom July seventh. I think everybody knows who Maverick is, but if you don't, if you haven't seen Top Gun, like Tom Cruise is a fighter pilot and fighter pilots have call signs and Maverick is his call sign, so he's the main character. Oh, wait. Why did um, that... One place said July. I typed in release date. Now well, it says November. It's moved around so much. Ah, so November 19th. Yeah, I think that's that's more accurate. Initial like, release was July 7th. You can 7th. actually see... Now, now, listeners, you can't, but guys, you can see in this picture over here, he's got like his fighter jacket on. And there's all these patches on the back, right? And it's it's from, you know, like different uh, tours and stuff he's been on on characters. And so one of those flags in the OG movie uh, was the Taiwanese flag, which t- China takes major issue with. So they replaced, oh, it. They replaced it with like some flake, fake flag for a country that doesn't exist for this movie to not tick China off so that they can show their movie yeah. there. I mean, yeah. And part of this is it's not even that they want um, like the money from Chinese viewers. It's not just that they want it showing in Chinese theaters. China is funding a lot of movie making now. Like they're paying for the movies to be made. American movies? Yeah. And so then they get this kind of say and influence. So they've got it coming and going. But thank God, like Hollywood and television doesn't do anything to influence culture. And so there's definitely no problem uh, with China, who is 100% not on board with our core values uh, as Americans, having that much influence over our entertainment industry. There's no problem there whatsoever. They definitely also don't do the same thing with universities. They definitely don't do that to influence our educational system. Um, so it's, def- it's definitely not a problem. Is this the original scary. right here? And what's funny is they're doing it all with money that we are giving them to make our cheap crap. Round and round it goes. <laughs> do you, in our lifetimes, do you, uh, do you ever see any solution or at least a transition to it? Because I wonder what prices would like. Show me the shelf of groceries 
or whatever, maybe not groceries, but like show me a shelf of products with China out of the equation and how much they would cost. Like, well, there's it's so it's funny. There's no there's no simple solution of because there's still plenty of I mean not a preponderance, not the majority, but there's still plenty of made in the USA stuff uh, that you can buy, and you kind of see what that price difference is when you do it. But it's it's hard to judge all the factors involved in it because, and it kind of goes back to I think it was actually back when. Uh, Adam was on the podcast that we talked, or no, he took issue with comments I made about inflation before we had him on the podcast, and then we kind of heard about that in the background. Uh, but it kind of goes back to the conversation we were having about inflation, which you're hearing more and more and more in the news right now. Um, so, okay, does a, does an American-made product cost more? Uh, typically, yes, by and large, because you're paying the employees more. Yeah. You know, we have these minimum wages, we have a higher standard of living, all these factors that go into it, right? Uh, skilled American laborers, laborers tend to expect to to make more. Um, and because living here costs more, right? So the fact that you're paying somebody less in another country doesn't necessarily mean that you're paying them poorly, right? Yeah, you mentioned so that, yeah. like, uh, you know, in, in, in there's particular countries where $5 an hour might really get you a lot for that money. That might get you what Fifteen dollars or seventeen dollars an hour here would, right. would get I mean, you. I was in Thailand, as... got a two-hour full-body massage for like fifteen bucks, and it was dope. What's unfortunate is that th- that reality is not reflected in certain statistics you read about right. you know the situations over there. Yeah, I would like to know the actual unlivable wages or the percentage of workers that are p- being paid absolutely un- right. unlivable wages yeah. is probably less than. So there, there's an argument of, oh well, if we were manufacturing everything here, it'd be so expensive we couldn't afford it. Well, maybe. Um, uh, other factors would that would play into it is the health of our economy, our trade deficit, wh- what impact that has on inflation. Also, you have you potentially have more Americans in higher paying manufacturing jobs that then have more buying power and can afford more expensive things, right? So there, it, you come at it from all these mm, all these different angles, right? I see, um, a, a lot of the problem stems from it goes back to I really like the uh, like the Henry Ford and the factory worker analogy of what he was paying them with gold certificates, like that same amount of gold would be worth a lot of money right now. So really a lot of it goes to if we, um, if our money retained its value better, those more expensive products. Um, And then there's a lot of things that drive it too. You'd still have market forces. You'd still have competition. You'd still have, um, you know, prices would come down as things become more ubiquitous and Mm -hmm. you can make, you can, when you're doing more volume, you can lower your margins because, you know, you can sell one item for uh, with, you know, it costs you a hundred bucks to make it. You're going to sell it for 200 bucks. You profit a hundred dollars. Right. Um, or you can sell 10 things for $110. They cost you a hundred dollars to make, but you're still up a hundred dollars yeah. in profit. Right. Um, so th- there's, there's just kind of all those factors into it. So it wouldn't just be this clear cut. Oh, everything would be more expensive, but my, the money that I have, I wouldn't have any more of it. You don't know that. Right. Or that it would have the same buying power that it has now. It's just really um, not simple. No, yeah. no, it's not at all. That's that's the point. But um, and I'm not like super nationalistic, like we don't have to buy anything from any other country. Right. But to to be in bed um, with countries that just don't share our core to the extent that we are, yeah, that don't share our core values. Now, there's the, the libertarian take of like being in trade allows you to influence them, right? Like yeah. you want our business, you want to make our things, you want our money. 
okay, well, you know, stop running concentration camps for the for the Uyghur Muslims. Yeah. Stop doing that. You know, yeah. stop. You know, all these all these different things. Stop manipulating your currency. Is there any of that going on? Any uh, of that type of trade? Oh, I think between the United States and you know what I mean. Like, is there anything oh, like, hey, stop doing that, and we'll give you our business? Well, there should be, but there's and, not. But there's but there's not. And so that's the point. It's like they're getting all the benefit of the trade right now with with none of none of the pressure. Right, like it's all it's all carrot and no stick. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is one of those things. Like, I just we need to add it as a category in the pod notes. China hate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, as I pick up my iPhone, check uh, time and yeah, it's see, tough, man. If you were, if you really meant it, you'd be rocking up. I don't know a Nokia oh or something. <laughs> Isn't that still like? Not- Can you get a phone not made? Is does Samsung make their stuff? Because Samsung's a Korean company, right? So they make their stuff in Korea. I don't know. You don't care. No, you like green text, not worth yeah. it. Nope. Why are um, farts like not socially acceptable? Like, if you if you're across the room, is this the conversation you want to be talking about, John? I'm down for now, anything, man. Here's what I'm assuming. I don't, this not, happens to me in life. Assuming he farted? I assume. Not right now. I'm just saying in general. We're, I assume that there were some segues in your head where it makes <laughs> sense that that's the next thing that came out of your mouth, but I just don't think we were privy to it. No, yeah. I wanted to, I was thinking. He thought like, of it, but he didn't say it. What's a really, re- like, how can we just, how can we make this light real quick? Well, talk <laughs> and about so talk earlier about today, uh, we were talking about like bathrooms. Like, why is it like if you go into a public bathroom or like you walk out of a family restroom? Like it's you like do you feel like you it's a little embarrassing like if you see someone as soon as you walk out the filming bathroom and like someone sees you come out you're it's like a little tinge of embarrassment that is one hundred percent a thing I experienced that a couple weeks ago right and it's weird though but like here's the thing we all freaking do it yeah. why are we why is it embarrassing and then I thought so that led me to farting like obviously I don't want if you're right next to me and you fart I'm like dude I smell that that smells horrible but if you're like across the room from me and I hear you go like. And then, but so you're people, laughing even as you make the sound know, effects. Right, so I'm, you're, so I'm a I mean, child. Well, you're with but like, it. You but like, it. you wouldn't though, because it would be embarrassing to fart. Like, or if you're like doing something All outside, we can do is you leave something know. and you let out a little too. It's embarrassing. But like, we all do it. Why is it? Why is that a social norm? It's just I don't know. You're I don't know. Why are we embarrassed of poop? Why are we even like if we if I said right now, hey guys, I gotta go take I gotta go pee real quick. No one bats an eye. Some people might, but if I go, hey guys, I gotta go take a dump. Like I gotta go poo. Like it's a little bit. You're a little bit like okay, we didn't need to know that, but like you were fine with me let let me let letting me let you know. You're asking the hard questions, man. Can Why you is give, that weird? Can you give a a comfortable assessment to that? Because I, the only one I got is that it involves, which it's a it's a defecation is way more like insane than a pee but they're both equally like i don't know you're releasing i'm stuck on the embarrassment thing because for sure when i walk out of a bathroom i don't want to make eye contact with anybody for like right. 15 seconds right yeah you want to i don't and, get and it you make it you act like you didn't just walk out of that yeah you're like oh i came out, I came out over here if someone were to ask like did you just come out of there you're You'd rocking be like, my mind no, no I, I i no i didn't yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you become Canadian for a minute either. No, oh, sorry, no. dear. I didn't come out of the bathroom there. Good try. <laughs> so yeah, what this this is a inquiring minds. Yeah. Think, what are your thoughts? Things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> well, I think it largely stems to just a politeness issue, at least on on your initial question of the flatulence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, if I would agree with that, like if I'm next to you, I would try not to fart because I don't want you to smell that. 
Cause that's, I feel like that's like, okay. Like if you have bad breath, it'd be the same. Like I don't get out of my face. You have bad breath. Yeah. That's just courteous. But like if I have bad breath, bad breath right now, hello, easy for you to say, uh, bad breath, um, bad breath right now, you're across the table. You're not going to really pick up on my breath right now. So no factor. Right. But like if I'm across the room and I, you hear me go like a little too, like why would I have to feel embarrassed about that? Like, why is that the immediate go to? It's kind of weird that we all just, is that, an, do you think that's an American thing? Like, are people in European countries like, like, eh, we don't, we don't. We I'm not a fan of talking about bathroom stuff in regards to Europe because I went to uh, the Netherlands mm-hmm. and my goodness, I was just, let, let me just say, I was very, very happy to be back home because every toilet is miniature in the mm. Netherlands. I mean, this is not well. You're also larger than most it men. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, you would not have a comfortable time on these toilets mm. because all, I don't even know what I'm talking about this. But like, there's no. It's the weirdest thing. There's no water. Mm. You just kind of do your thing, and it just kind of lands there. And then when you flush, water comes and takes it away. Craziest stuff yeah, in the world. Right. In so many ways, we have it right in the United yeah. States. Just, I, mean, I don't I like that. Some of the like, places you throw the toilet paper, like in Greece, on a couple of the islands, uh, you can't throw the toilet paper into the toilet you have to throw it into the um like you're not allowed to yeah you have to throw it into the trash can right next to you yeah that's a problem give me a break because the pipes are so small on those islands and then same with uh thailand thailand was the same you throw it into like a trash can yeah let's go ahead and get them some bigger pipes let's go ahead and (laughs) <laughs> Let's go ahead and do that. So I've, I've moved your mic, and now it's have some technical issues yeah. with this with this mic stand. So those metallic sounds there. Yeah, I was in uh, Austria for a couple of weeks. I think that toilet situation was probably real similar to that yeah. in the Netherlands, where I don't remember them being particularly small. I, I feel like they were kind of normal sized commodes, but it wasn't like you know an American bowl's got that that nice little pool of water at the bottom and. You know, you send your swimmers in and there they sit. But this was more like, I don't know, there's almost like a shelf in there. That's no, that's the same so thing. So I'm like, same thing. why, why yeah, is you it just, tell me those weren't small? Why is it just sitting there? That's not what stood out. What stood out is like, I'm just sitting on top, like I'm just hovering above <laughs> this pile of exposed feces. And like, like there's no, there's no water here to help with the yeah, scent or yeah, anything. Yeah. Choked on my saliva. And then yeah. they, they weren't the strongest flushing toilets yeah, that's either. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it was problematic. And I wanted to be like, guys. There's some. There's, oh, a be, there's a better way. Speaking speaking of toilets, I meant to ask this when I brought bidets a couple weeks ago. I don't remember. Yeah. Do you? I was gonna. I was gonna make that pivot. Is you're very Europeanized in your in your toilet habits anyway. Did you say you brought bidets? Like you brought some? I to brought his up. House? Oh, uh, you the topic of, It was. You're not there yet, but I think it was two weeks ago. Maybe yeah, I talked about bidets. I don't know. Bidets. Um. Well, I was gonna ask. I can give you my bidet pitch in a minute. I, I think heard, it's I, I've heard it. Okay, it's yeah. fantastic. I think we. Well, I like the bidet. part where I you think talk about you wouldn't just wipe it off your arm. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what so I said. So powerful. Yeah, on the pod. I've always been unclear on how and why you're getting the poo on your arm. <laughs> it's an example. But Kale. if it was there. Yeah, but come if, on, Josh. We know said, you've been there before. I said if somehow. if poop fell on your arm, slaps your arm, you're not just gonna wipe it away. Yeah. You're gonna spray that joker off. Okay, but this there's some flawed logic here. I mean, your arm is very often presented to other human beings, whereas the you're just, other you're, surface never but is. The premise is the same. You don't want you don't want some debris on your on your little hole there while you're walking around. It's uncomfortable. It's it a little itchy if you don't do an effective wipe. Okay, but here's what I was going to ask. Was we've, not we've taken a, a real like top forty morning jock turn here. <laughs> um, what are you? What are your thoughts on um, like uh, baby wipes? Like um, what's a uh, not wet so, wipes? Wet wipes. Um, like I, I get the idea, mm-hmm. 
They are, um, call back to our grease talk from a few minutes ago, they're really, really bad for um, like the wastewater system. They don't disintegrate like the companies tell you they do, and they create serious, serious issues. For who? Um, <laughs> because depending on your answer, well, I'm going to keep using yeah. it. Because <laughs> when I'm at work, I have like these little individual packets called dude wipes. Oh, yeah. I'm at Target. Yeah. And those I definitely have like at least five in my book bag all the time. Yeah. So when crap literally stops rolling downhill, mm-hmm. it's a problem for everyone uphill. Um, so I'm saying this from actual expertise. I spent a, I can't remember how long I worked there, but I worked for. Uh, what the city was kind enough to call the lines division, uh, okay. which is actually the water and sewer division. So we laid water mains, we laid sewer mains, we worked on maintaining those systems. Um, so I've got probably a better understanding, I would say, of how like municipal sewer systems work than a lot of people would. Um, and how I, many years ago was this? Oh, early two thousands. I, would you say that disposable wipe technology has advanced since... Uh, I'd say if you Googled on our screen right now, okay. um, flushable wipes clogging sewer systems, I think you will find a pile of stories complete with news articles and videos explaining to you how bad this is for municipal sewer systems. I have a friend who only uses wet wipes. Clogging's with a C, everyone, in case you're wondering, not a G. Okay, well, they're... Literally exactly what you just said is the headline. I don't even know who this is. Kay Houston. Uh, flushable wipes uh, causing major issues for city sewer systems despite labels and packaging waste. Water system workers say flushable wipes do not dissolve like toilet paper. Dude, and actually I'm cause- so tired of every random topic. Kale just knows genuinely something about the topic. It just It's just insane. This guy's... Don't give him too much credit. Well, so it is what it is. If you're if you're on a city on a on a municipal sewer system, your your house, your dwelling, your apartment, whatever, um, is connected to the sewer main. Washington uh, Post: More wipes. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. Uh, more wipes are clogging uh, during the pandemic. More flushed wipes are clogging pipes, sending sewage into homes. Oh so gosh. when you say affects who, here's how this could could be a problem for you. Um, so you've got your own little sewer system, right? You've got your own your own pipes and stuff under your house. Those connect through the the pipe that connects you to the sewer closest sewer main. It's called a lateral. Uh, those are normally like four inches in diameter, so not huge, but decent size. I don't belong here. Um, I don't know any about. So and then the the mains will vary based on where you're at, and so smaller pipes float flow to bigger pipes. But then, particularly when you're someplace like Florida with a very high water table, uh, like the whole sewer system's based on gravity. Like poop really does flow downhill, right? Mm-hmm. But you can only go so far down downhill here in Florida, right? Yeah. You can only you can only dig so so deep. So you've got to take all that sewage and you've got to lift it up again so that it can start flowing back down again Mm. so that's when you'll when you'll have like lift stations so like where you guys work there's a lift station on campus just dedicated to the building Mm. everything flows to that um and so it it picks everything up and so it can keep flowing downhill until it finally gets to like a treatment plant is is what's typical um so these are particularly bad for like um the lift station so the lift stations literally it's these big um like wells these things are you know six seven eight feet in diameter and very very deep and at the bottom, there's these two impeller pumps, and they, they literally pump everything up so it can start flowing back down. So the problem is, and these aren't the only, this isn't the only crap, pun intended, flowing <laughs> through the sewer, right? So what we had, what you deal with in the, in the lines division all the time is 
there's a ton of like grease and oil in America's sewer systems because of what our diet is, because of whatever. So if you've ever let like bacon grease sit out overnight, mm-hmm. turns white, solidifies, yeah, right? Right, right? So imagine that happening from lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people in the sewer system. Mm. So you get these grease buildups on the pipes. You particularly get these big grease buildups. And I mean, it gets like concrete inside of these lift stations. But as it's hardening, it collects everything else that's in there. I'm not going to run down the list of things that I've seen. um, But these stupid wipes, part of it. So it just makes those things that much thicker, that much harder to break up, that much solid. So now here's how this can be your your problem, right? So if you've ever played like water games and or like done stuff in science when you're like, oh, the water will fill to this level and, you know, all that kind of different stuff. So if the uh, lift station that you're connected to, your closest lift station, stops working, well, it can't pump things anymore. So it just starts to fill up. And once it's full, the main connected to it just starts backing up and filling up. And as the main backs up and fills up, your laterals that are connected to it start to back up and fill up. And so at its worst, next thing you know, your shower, uh, your bathtub, there's sewage backing up into it because there's nowhere for it to flow Mm. because you wanted to wipe your bum with a baby wipe. Mm. Hmm. It says here that in Maryland, uh, the pumping station removed about 700 tons of wipes last year. And the reason why wipes are skyrocketing, according to this article, is because when toilet paper was scarce, people were resorting to baby wipes. And people have kept using baby wipes only since. So if you just absolutely must dampen your derriere to clean it after defecating, then the bidet with standard toilet paper would be the better way to go. I do. for your municipal sewer system. And that's what I was going to say as well. Like you were helping the case for it, but day then more so to not cause an issue with baby wipes. And I also notice I do save money on my toilet paper because I'm not using as much toilet paper. Because you mostly use it to dry. How much pressure you get out of that bad boy? I mean, it, it knocks away some debris. 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 Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, because you squirt the, the bidet and then you wipe, there's nothing on the toilet paper. It's mostly just to dry and then yeah. you're done. You're out. Hmm. Yeah. You might start something, man. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> and you feel so much cleaner because sometimes if I do go not at my house somewhere else and I don't, I'm so used to the bidet yeah. and I just don't feel like I got as clean by just pure wiping. Expensive. And obviously I'm wiping to nothingness. You know, I'm not wiping one time and going, that's it. Like you're sometimes like wiping a marker and you're there for like, like, okay. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking if I had my bidet, I would have to be sitting here dealing with this. You just squirt and you go yeah. squirt and go. So we're talking a hundred bucks. I mean, you can get one for 30 bucks on Amazon right now. Mine was 60 you have to hook it up to your water system. Yeah. It's super easy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, you can get one. Mine has like a water. Hello. How does words work? Welcome to solid water setting. warmer. It warms your water. So you can have a cold and a warm setting. My, but like when I had it, when I lived with my mom, uh, because I was able to tap into the sink for the hot water, um, their water system was a little bit slower. Like the water, hot water just took a minute to get there. So I never experienced the hot water unless you were holding it on for like a good while and yeah. then it kicked on. I mean, aren't you allergic to hot water anyway? Yeah. Yeah. It, no, I mean, I mean, that's such a small spurt. But, but uh, no, I it's it's like lukewarm, maybe I would yeah. say, and it's not like your actual toilet bowl water coming back out at your butt. So it's not like you defecate and then you're shooting up poop water up at, right back. It's it's from the lines. It's it's from outside. So it's yeah, yeah. 
Well, on that note, we'd like to thank you all for joining us on Potty Talk with Josh and Taylor. Please be sure to join us next week when we debate urinals versus commodes and when it's acceptable to use the urinal right next to another man. I hate the dudes that, like, there's five five urinals. You're on number five. He comes in number four. Bro, you could have gone to number one. I'm convinced that nobody does that. I've only heard stories, never seen it, never I've happened to myself. Do this. Never done you, it to another like, guy. There is regularly, like, the meme joke about it. Where like yeah. there's one guy at a bank of them, another guy walks over, and then there's always a funny line there. Yeah. The one I've seen most recently was like he starts using the urinal the next to him and looks at the other guy and says, "Don't worry, bro, I'm vaccinated." Yeah, I, yeah. I so saw that. Was, that's funny. That's the soup du jour right now. But uh, so uh, you're of some type of uh, Latin descent, yes. Uh, that's what they tell me, but I'll, I mean, I'll let you know Your when last I believe name is it. Reyes. Which flavor are you? Let me see if I can get this. Um, is that do I need to put that another way? Is that offensive? Can Fla- I say flavor? Flavor? That sounds yeah. right to me. Okay. I like that. All right. Puerto Rican. All right. Like yeah. exclusively. Yeah, fully. Yeah. So because I think uh, there is a large uh, Puerto Rican population. I think that's fair to say in Central Florida. Oh. But so I think it's fair to say. Then the <laughs> but well the trap becomes though then everyone's like, still cheering from when you said Puerto Rico twenty minutes ago. Oh, that, so. that's yeah. well like the the trap I feel like becomes then you know when you when you can't tell like the different dialects or anything like that or the, the kind of the different latin cultures yeah. apart like everybody becomes puerto rican yeah I which, mean, which is literally very reasonable uh but yeah. also somehow now very offensive I, the, the, um, the big line to me is is as long as the, like because there's different dialects yeah but yeah. it's like spanish and then don't mix portuguese and spanish then yeah. then that's consi- somehow considered offensive but as long as you don't mix those two yeah. you should be You're fine right. But I, I do find that like there's more people than when you stop assuming and start asking, mm-hmm. like you come across of like, oh, you know, no, it's I'm Argentinian and Puerto Rican or mm-hmm. I'm Dominican or, you know, all these different things. There's a lot of hype. Which I'm flashing yeah. to. If you've never watched the musical episode of Scrubs, it is among the best 30 minutes of television ever produced. <laughs> and there's a, one of the main characters, Turk, uh, is married to a Dominican woman, Carla he always forgets that she's Dominican and in the musical episode there's a whole like song and dance number just dedicated to that to like he can remember like what oh, yeah. Derek Jeter hit the year before but can't remember that she's Dominican so anyways go check That's it funny. out yeah it's it's a good bit that whole that whole episode is uh, is genius well here here's why I asked because I, I, I genuinely want your take on this and, and I don't think um well, we'll we'll see. I just, so have either of you watched the In the Heights movie? No, no. I, uh, I heard a lot of buzz about it. I googled That's Lynn it. Lynn Miranda's new project. Yeah. Right? So same same dude that wrote and produced Hamilton and starred yeah. in it. And so this was also a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Um, that now uh, they did a movie adaptation. Oh, it was a successful Broadway show. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know and. That. Um, so now they, they did a movie adaptation and I think it was supposed to be released in theaters and still is, but it's also on HBO Max. Go now, Max, whatever. Okay. One of the HBOs. Thank you, Josh. Um, I don't ever, but those are all different things, right? Or did they all roll everything into Max? I don't know where Go or Now is. Now is if you had like a cable, you through your cable, you had HBO. So yeah. then they gave you HBO Now and you could stream it elsewhere. HBO Go was if you wanted HBO uh, and you could just pay them as for a subscription. Yeah. But then now they have HBO Max, which is technically not HBO. It's AT and T's thing. They just wanted uh, money and they wanted eyes on it, so they added the word HBO, 
because uh, people know are know what that is, and so then they were able to get the catalog. Because I think AT and T owns um, Homebox Office, AT and T, um, something like that. So, so I so, could be shrewding some of that content, but that's basically the gist. So this is it's still a musical, but this is a legit movie adaptation. This isn't like what they did with Hamilton, where they did a professional shoot of the Broadway show. This mm. is a, an, a movie adaptation, but Lynn was involved and whatever, and so it's based on Washington Heights in New York. Um, I started, I've watched, uh, my wife and I watched some of it and we couldn't quite finish it because that's parent life. Um, and it was, you know, it was, it was good. It was entertaining. We were enjoying it. It's very like, if you've, if you've listened to the Hamilton soundtrack, if you've watched it, like you could identify that Lin-Manuel wrote it without it. Like it's got his, yeah, his, his flow. It's got his sound. It's got it, his yeah. whatever. Um, but so now there's, um, there's people who are very, very angry, uh, with Lynn because they're saying that the film adaptation, and I don't know if they had the same complaints with the, the Broadway cast, mm-hmm. uh, but they're saying that there weren't enough Afro-Latino performers. They're not saying in the movie because they were in the movie, but not in prominent roles. Um, so, like, obviously, I am, I am not Latino. Uh, as a matter of fact... Uh, we did 23 and me a few years ago and I might be the most European person you've ever met in your life. Um, it's like 99%, uh, which there's a funny story that goes along with that that we'll save for some other time. Cause we I didn't think it was going to be that way, but that's how it is. What yeah. is Afro Latino? Um, is that like black and so like, is this a, I like, you to tell me it, it, so I, that I was going to ask one, like, um, you know, obviously, you know, you've grown up, live function in, you know, Latino culture. So yeah. like, is this a, a term that you're, I don't know that I had ever heard the term Afro Latino before I saw this issue come up, but am I racist myself? to even assume it's black and Spanish? Is that racist to say? I don't think, I just don't think like, it's oh, correct. You think only black people can have Afros. I'm like, okay, well, that's no, not, I, I think it's, um, I, I think it's like darker skinned Latinos. Yeah. So not is, me as my take. Where does the word Afro come from? I only just thought, Google it. Well, I think it's probably so uh, at this point. I'm curious cause it matters to the, yeah, uh, my I th- my understanding is that like they they have still African heritage like that's uh, so I don't know if it's just um, Wikipedia says um, are Latin Americans of full or partial African ancestry ancestry is that, I said that right yeah. the term Afro Latin American is not widely used in Latin America outside academic circles normally Afro Latin Americans are called black. Uh, Latin Americans of African ancestry may also be denoted by the prefix Afro. Why is there such a, a demand for that specific? Such as Afro-Brazilian, Afro-Cuban, Afro-Haitian. Well, and that's why I just wondered if this was a concept that you were familiar with. Is this something that's talked about? If this is an, an ongoing issue? And maybe maybe you're not because you're more fair-skinned, uh, right? Um, Do people ever think you're white? Uh, very, very rarely. I was going to say, I wouldn't think you would pass as Caucasian, but I've spent such time around Latin culture being in Central Florida for so long. I mean, it's now you have like, I had a a very close friend for a long time that I, that I worked with, um, that I had no idea. He already apologized. Lin-Manuel apologized for the representation. Yeah. I'm truly sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm learning from the feedback. I thank you for raising it and I'm listening. So, um, but I had this friend, we'd been friends for, I don't know, probably a couple of years. I had no idea that he was, was Latin at all. And I'm trying to remember, he actually wasn't, um, Puerto Rican. Again, I, I only mentioned that because that's tends to be the exception in central Florida. Um, he was Argentinian and, um, I can't remember. 
Where else? Cuban, I think. Yeah, Cuban. Um, and I had no idea that he was Latin at all until we were in line at a gas station waiting to pay for our stuff uh, one day. And a guy turns around and looks at him and he goes, Spanish? And he just busts out into Spanish. I'd never heard him utter a word in Spanish in my entire wow. life. I thought he was, oh, he was just white dude. And I'm sitting there, like, I'm just standing there in shock. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but anyways, not the case with you. So I just didn't know. The, the reason I was interested to see, like, if this was something that was on your radar, if this is something that's an ongoing, like, issue or discussion in, um, like, you know, Latin communities or Latin culture is, like, you see all the time now um, this, and I don't know the correct way to pronounce it, which I'm not going to pretend there is a connect. Break, co- I, like I'm sick of pretending that all these made up words now that they, we use are real words. Um, I mean, I guess at some point every word was a made up word, but uh, so I don't know if you're supposed True. to say Latinx or Latin X. Um, with all that, heard uh, I, I don't. So the idea it's, is that like Latino or Latina. Latina yes. Is that like, like that's, you could be misgendering somebody with that or conferring yeah, a gender. So, but well, like, I've, I've seen various articles that are like, the vast majority of the Latin community, regardless of, of what your nationality is, doesn't use that term, doesn't like that term, doesn't care about that term. What term? Does Latin X or Lat- Latinx yeah. or however yeah. you're supposed to say it. They, they still say Latino, Latina, yeah. that's what it is. So that's why I'm like, when I see a story like this, I'm like, is this the Latin community at large actually taking issue with and coming at Lin-Manuel and having a problem? Or is this, you know, as Wikipedia kind of indicated that like, um, Afro-Latino isn't a, a term in large usage in the Latin community, that it tends to be among academics. And so is this just this small set of, of people Dude. that see this, uh, you know, or is it, you know, is it something that's not on your radar? Like if you were a darker skinned Latin no, person, I don't have to, I don't would, have to, you, I don't would you be like, imagine. no, I deal with this stuff all the time. Like I'm to, never represented in my culture. I don't have to try to imagine being a darker skin, whatever. Because so if anybody, so I could speak from, from the perspective of having been in a thorough, like, you said it before. I have how many brothers and sisters? Okay, like I'm one of seven. Yeah. That's the immediate family. Guys, there are cousins that I have not met yet. My grandpa is one of 24. Wow. His parents had fun. Well, different, you know, whatever. It's not, they're not all full brothers and sisters, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> right? But that's, but that's a real number. And so then you take my grandma's side and you, you add that in and whatever. There are cousins that yeah. I still have not met yet. So if anybody wants to come at me from the perspective of, okay, well, you're more fair skin. You can't speak on behalf. I absolutely can. Because all I've been surrounded by my entire life is is family. That there's not a purer, more it's 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 Puerto Rican core. It is right. it is Puerto Rico. And yeah. I'm talking about in my house, growing up, relatives, whatever. Like it is what it is. And and so I don't need to whatever be from that perspective to speak on this. Like I'll just say this. I think the term is virtue signaling. I think it is like when you, it's almost like maybe that's not the term, but but standing up for a people group, right? Like you're you're just so virtuous, right? When that people group itself has no real problem with with what it is you're you're, you know, complaining about whatever. I just want to say this: Puerto Ricans, like I don't want to speak for any other Latino community, or whatever. Puerto Ricans have to be the least offendable I would agree people that. group that I've ever come across. I'm telling you, listen, when, when offense culture, when that became so normal, and I don't, I don't mean like necessarily people being offended. I mean just the topic and how it's yeah. so, where everyone's aware of whatever. Right. It, 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 it really threw me off because I had never been really exposed to, to even that emotion necessarily, especially in regards to things like race. Like to me, all I've grown up with is a confident 
Puerto Rican family that's like, we're here, we love each other, family's everything, we love God, we love people, It's and, and we're just happy, yeah. and we're working our jobs, and we're doing the best for our family, and, and we're making futures, that's what we're doing. Yeah. There is no... I mean, representation is great and like, and having some pride in your flag and you know what I mean? The Puerto Rican flag, you know, whatever that's like, that's a common thing, whatever, just being, being proud of, of where you're from. But there has never been any like, why aren't we represented in this? And why aren't we, of course there's yeah. a desire, right? For like, let's get a Puerto Rican this in office or this or whatever. But it's not, it's not from a place of like, like how dare there not be, right? If anything, there's, it's almost a tone of like, striving for it and when it happens let's celebrate right but it's right. not like the machines against us and let's complain and cry because we're not there or whatever like it's just to me uh, growing up in a puerto rican yeah. household and i mean thoroughly puerto rican like uh, you could say that okay because i don't speak you know very well spanish or because i'm fair-skinned that i couldn't speak from that absolutely not i've grown up with my grandparents my mother who speaks perfect spanish and english like cousins who would only speak spanish aunts uncle whatever and it's like there is there's just none of that yeah. there's none of that the term latinx i'm sure i have family who would laugh at you for saying yeah. a term like that i don't understand it i probably never will but but absolutely not from so my perspective let me play devil's advocate with you a little bit like um is there because i you know, i'll admit i'm not well versed in puerto rican history myself yeah. so is there somebody you could name as like a major figure in like puerto rican culture or puerto rican folklore or the name that comes to mind to me, but I, I don't know if he was Puerto Rican, and so I, I don't want to be offensive in being wrong, and that is Horatio Alger. I mean, I wonder I if he was a Puerto Rican or not. I've never heard of him. Um, but so uh, take your, I mean, you know, I mean, we can play it as a pure hypothetical, right? So yeah. uh, we're making a movie about Puerto Rico or... Ricky Martin is a famous Puerto Rican. Yeah, that was the... Bennett, ben, how do you say his Benicio name? Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Mark Anthony. Michelle Rodriguez. She's Puerto Rican. Rosario da- Dawson. But do you David see this, Blaine so, is Puerto Rican. So, but do you see this is what I mean though? So David Blaine being Puerto Rican. I always Rican. wondered what David Blaine was. Okay, so but him being Puerto Rican, it's it's I don't know, Kale, it's really like not a thing. Right. It's like and so even in my life but, it's not So like where I was going with that though, right? Is like, you know, a, a pick of a famous Puerto Rican. Yeah. Who whoever that would be. Well, the first or, one that did come to mind was Ricky Martin. Okay. Or or a, a, so like they're going to make the bio, biopic of Ricky Martin. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wikipedia list of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> all, all, of all of them. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's John, John, I see your name. Fine, John's on there. Um, you know, so they're gonna they're gonna make this big budget movie about Ricky Martin. They're gonna yeah. tell his life story. Um, they cast Rob Lowe to portray him. No, you no factor for you. I mean that 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 seems a little bit. I mean that's a whole episode on Master of None. Is oh, look uh, look who just got blue pilled over here. Whoa. No, that, no, I bet that almost seems deliberate, though. Like, that's like, wait, but it, why? I mean, why? Um, not that anybody saw the movie, but they remade Lone Ranger and uh, Johnny Depp played Tonto, played uh, a Native American. Were people mad at that at the time? People were mad at that. I don't know if when, at, the, when did that movie come out? At, at the time, they're retroactively mad at that, I believe. It was so. a while ago. So, so here, here's my opinion on that. To me, I'm like, well, wait, why not just make it a, a Puerto Rican person? Okay. No, 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 but, so, but, but, but hear me out, though. Hear me out. But so that's kind of their thing, right? So so a part of what because I want to do I want to do justice to their issue, their argument here, right? I don't know that I've ever I've been to New York a couple of times. Um, I I don't know that I've ever been to Washington Heights, so I don't know that demographic. But yeah. part of what they're saying is like the demographic of 
of the Heights is that there there are a lot of Afro Latinos. There okay. are a lot of da- darker skinned okay. Latinos. So they're like, where where like if your movie's going to represent the Heights, where yeah. where are they? Yeah. And again, like if you there's a lot of it's a musical. There's but a lot of background you dancers. Do you think that it's Afro Latin whatever people that are that are that are that are producing the the uproar that is, or do you think it's people who just are like, hey, I'm virtuous, I'm good, let's stand up for this? I my suspicion is that like most most things like this that it's uh, right or left that it's a vocal minority and that most people are like because that's i think it's just like a couple like for instance so because that was going to be the second sorry i didn't mean to cut you off that was going to be the second part of the little rob Lowe question in my mind right now as you present the scenario to me i'm like that seems a little bit silly but i could promise you this i'm not i'm not tweeting one time about it i'm not and but neither is anyone in my family yeah like this this group of like it's almost this blissful ignorance to, to stuff like that it's like you want to do that do that it's whatever like i don't know to me there's just i don't know there's just not ever i've never grown yeah. up with any attitude like that it's like when something's accomplished by someone who's puerto rican celebrate it and cheer when it would seem that that maybe we're you know cheated out of something we're still gonna work do our jobs and, and love our family and be okay like yeah. there's just never i've never known vocal outrage for the sake of vocal outrage it, it just um you know again and I, I don't know how much i can i can comment on it without getting canceled myself but it just felt a little nitpicky in like from the out from the outside like i i understand um you know i would be told i i, I can't possibly understand because i've seen plenty of of people of my race portrayed you know in film but like i I've got an imagination like I can I, I can put myself in the shoes of like I've never seen anybody that looks like me, you know, in in a role. So I get that like, hey, you're representing my neighborhood, you're representing my culture. And then I don't really see myself represented. That's a bummer. But what he did do, though, like to me, you're watching that movie and it is like a celebration of that neighborhood and that culture. So it's like, are you really going to like ding the guy? Are you going to throw the baby out with the bath water? Yeah. Right. Where the, this is this movie where. Latin culture and particularly New York Latin culture is like front and center and celebrated and whatever. And no, sorry, bro. You screwed up because, because X. Yeah. And there, there's even been, been some of this uh, now where there were, there were uh, my wife turned me on to this. There were some, th- some threads of like, um, not like, I don't know if it's millennials or Gen Z or whatever, like starting to roast Lin-Manuel Miranda that's become a whole thing and like him taking heat for like okay here's everything he did with Hamilton but it wasn't like and it it didn't uh illustrate like the the plight of minorities uh or like it wasn't anti-slavery enough in Hamilton I mean that was that was people's real like complaints yeah that's that's a thing. It's okay. oh, dude. It's all like you'll have okay. no problem finding finding content where that's okay. people's take right now. And then so it's a little. Funny. I just think there's another. I just think you could do that, right? Yeah. Or you could just like have a happy well, life. I don't think you gotta do both. I don't necessarily little, believe in that. Here's what's a little funny to me with this: is you take um, Lynn's done other stuff, and he's been pretty. He's been really successful in in whatever. But obviously, his biggest things are, uh, you know, in the Heights and yeah. Hamilton at this point. So Hamilton, he he took um, historical, like actual historical uh, characters, and cast people of other races. Um, like what wasn't true to the race or the nationality of those characters. Yeah. Right. And was celebrated for that, and that was groundbreaking. Now, um, 
the count against him is that um, <laughs> there aren't people of the appropriate race or color representing these these people. Yeah. So it's like he was. It was celebrated and groundbreaking in Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I'll tell you right now. And I think it's probably come through on the podcast that I'm a, a massive fan of America's founding fathers and of the Revolutionary Period in general, and in particular of Washington. The 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 gentleman and I'm I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays Washington uh, in Hamilton, um, and I'm really picky about who gets to play Washington and get away with it. One of the best I've ever seen. Who was it? Uh, I can't remember his what, name. What, what, Let's look him up because he, he deserves it because he was uh, he was amazing was as he Washington. White? No, no. He's something. No, the, uh, the Christopher Jackson. He, he killed it as Washington, and really, it, it, to me, the the guy that played Washington in the John Adams miniseries, I thought had ruined it for everyone else. I'm like, nobody else can ever play Washington again, and Christopher Jackson killed it. So I'm like I I celebrated that too. I I had no no issue uh, with the with the way that that was cast. I had no complaint. Like to me, again, it goes back to let's celebrate our history, all of our our history. Um, and so I just think it's funny that what was groundbreaking there, of you know like casting outside of the race of the historical yeah. person. Now that's what he's he's dinged on of oh, you didn't like to the correct percentage or at all represent the actual skin tone makeup of the Heights. Yeah, so um, first of all, I didn't realize that whatever Heights, I mean, I, sorry, yeah. I didn't realize that that was like a location with a with a, a prominent specific demographic. Of, of I don't know that you would if you didn't live there. And then like I've New Yorkers are also place. weird about how their pride in being from New York City and their pride in their particular neighborhood <laughs> and their pride in their particular borough. It's a very specific to New York thing. Uh, right. And you've got, you know, uptown, midtown, downtown, Brooklyn, Hell's Kitchen. Like, yeah. and if you're not a New Yorker and you're not in it, you don't really. So I don't even know like where Washington Heights falls within like New York City. But you know, it is that I don't know that you feel this when you're someplace like central Florida where, you know, I'm not like, yay, Orlando, like <laughs> what, yeah, whatever. Well, it's interesting where yeah. so much for, for all New Yorkers or most New Yorkers, like it's just when it's such a melting their, pot, their neighborhood, their block, whatever is part of their identity and their yeah. whatever. And they're proud of it. And I'm, so I'm cool with that. But yeah, um, I just don't, I don't know with, with, with reactions like that. I mean, I made a little joke about it earlier, but I, and tell me if you agree. I mean, it's hard because again, whatever, we're not, I don't know. We're just, we're not, we clearly, I mean, I, I personally, I can't wrap my mind around being that vocal about something like that, but, but here's kind of what I'm thinking about it. Like when it comes to, to the, the type of person that it would take to like vocalize that and whatever. Like I don't want to go back to your Rob Lowe example. Cause that was a good, a good connecting point. Um, like if that happened, right. If, if there was like a Puerto Rican a Ricky Martin movie and it's yeah. cast by, by just a, a, a white guy. Um, first of all, I would consider, you know, how good of a job he does or does not. I really would. Right. But, but really I'd be like in my mind, okay, I wish that that was, you know, a, a, a Puerto Rican who played the role, but, and th- I think I speak for my whole family, like cousins and everything. When I say like the energy it takes to be frustrated about something like that, really frustrated yeah. is what I mean. It, it's, it's in a category of, 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 I don't know. It's in a category of energy that like, I don't even th- know my family to have the capacity to contain. Yeah. It's so all I've ever known is like 
and maybe this is bad. Maybe this is maybe this is whatever. All I've ever known is like, like, like really like, just living life the happiest you possibly can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. if there's something like that, you can know that it's like a misstep. But at the same time, you can just be like, dude, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I when it comes to like, but here's the thing: like Puerto Ricans, I mean, don't necessarily have like the history that certain other races have yeah. and, and the, the misfortune just the, the the bad things that have happened so i don't want to speak from that perspective because had i come for, you know if i was a, a race like that i would probably be like you know on the side of i don't want to say reparations but like let's make an overabundance of representation for this because in the past we've had this and this yeah. and this so it, it's difficult for me to say but all i know is like i've i was not raised like that i think what this has to do with is the fact that in 2021 you can actually affect a famous person and i think that that plays into people's desire to say something it's like oh well, i i can have a say in this yeah. massive production by complaining i think that plays a part in it too maybe even as much or a little bit more than the actual frustration itself yeah so. i can't find out what race this guy is he's something this is the <laughs> he's not i mean he's clearly not white it he's, just keeps saying he's american but yeah he has something in him i can't yeah i can't find it wouldn't it be great if we could just stop it human american he did uh that's where i'm at i'm like i mean i guess i can't say this because i'm white but like i don't even know why we have to acknowledge race ever and care about race outside I mean, of identification that's cards. Uh, morgan freeman's shtick. right like his whole interview with that one was a pbs or something he was like why the interviewer asked morgan freeman do you like having black a black history, history month? And he goes, no. What do you have a history month? Do you have a white history month? And the guy goes, no, I'm Jewish. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> do you have a Jewish history month? And he's like, no. And he goes, then why do I have one? I don't want one, but I can't speak to that because I'm not black. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, growing up most of my life, like I felt like, you know, to the extent that there was still a, a civil rights push and still, um, you know, a push against racism. It was that, you know, it what the 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 goal I felt like that was conveyed to everyone was color blindness. Um, yeah. Was you know, and nor, uh, oftentimes tied to the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. quote of you know, judging a man uh, by the content of his character and not the color of his skin. Um, like that, like that was that was the deal. And as I understand it, like that's that's not the deal. Uh, well, the fact anymore. that we like I made the joke that like we're white, we can't talk about it. That's a problem probably right yeah uh, i feel like we we're all people like why can't we just look at everyone as people why if they even include race into anything let's just treat everyone with civility and peace and love brother yeah so i, I but you know i do you know i am you know you're you're pretty straightforward standard middle class you know straight american white guy and so like I don't ever um, want to treat like these takes and these stories. Um, like I don't, I don't ever want to be flippant about it. Like I, I you know, in that, like I want to do my due diligence and like with something like this. And why I was kind of interested in talking to you about it, John, is I'm like, is there an angle to this I'm not seeing because I don't have that shared experience with them, right? Like I, you know, so. Um, and again, it's, you know, there, uh, admittedly, there might be as a fair skinned Latin man, as a fair skinned Latino, there might be something there that you haven't experienced as, a, as a darker skinned Latino. And I do, you know, like I've heard this talk about actually even the show Blackish, you know, did like a whole episode on um, like even, and, and I've seen this firsthand, uh, like uh, I was in uh, Guyana on a trip once um, 
and saw where you'd see this racism, um, you know, this divide between people of the same race but of different skin tones. And so I've I've I've, I've seen like I, I I wasn't only aware of this because of Blackish, but Blackish did an episode on you know within that family representation on that show. There's there's fair skinned African Americans and dark skinned African Americans, and they kind of deal with that struggle of oh you know it's you know you don't know what it's like to be the the darker skinned. Yeah. And so you know and to be fair, you don't know. Yeah. And in, in even I'm assuming. Knowing the makeup of Puerto Rico, knowing the size of your family, you, I would assume you certainly have darker skinned Latinos and Latinas in Absolutely. your family. Yeah. You couldn't have that many Puerto Rican family and not because yeah. it, you know, it's, it's the whole swath. Yeah. And so you don't have that exact lived experience, but closer yeah. to it than, than I am. So I was yeah. just interested to see like, is this like an ongoing known verbal out front issue and complaint in the Latin community or is this just like what happens with so many issues now where it's just, you know, this vocal minority where most people are just shrugging their shoulders and living their lives. It's gotta, it gotta be some sort of mix of both. Right. Like it has to be. Um, but, uh, he, he just cause I want to give some, some, you know, credit to, to what you're doing, which is really like bending to see the other perspective. That's important. And that's all I've ever advocated for when it comes to any conversations about black lives matter or anything like that. Like there are so many people I know and you, I, I, you probably, I mean, you maybe know people like this too, people who are Caucasian or even like myself who are something, but they're not black. Right. Who have, who, who like such strong opinions, right. In one direction or another. And, and, and yet every single time the, any productive conversation that I've ever had, you know, and my, my best friend is black heaven key. Uh, you, you know him, right? Yeah. I mean, that's his first full name, heaven key for those who don't know. Um, I love having conversations with you know, him. I've known heaven key since I was in like second grade. Since before you moved away. Yeah. That is unbelievable. And he knows you like from, yeah, then? we talk about it all the time uh, or he lets people know all the time that nuts. we've known each other since. Nah. So, school. so talking with him, I'll tell you a quick story. I did a live stream on Twitch uh, a couple days after um, uh, George Floyd's death, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was something out of a movie, man. Because I, I I started this live stream, and I didn't intend on giving the whole live stream to a conversation about about you know race and and things like that. I noticed that you know I w- I would speak about it, I would listen, and when I say listen, obviously there's a live chat on Twitch, and and so but but you know, one after another, black friends of mine were in the chat and this became an entire live stream about this topic. And it was the most productive, whatever. And this is all while you're like playing Minecraft. No, no, no. This is just chat. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, now look at this castle I built. No way, man. No, this is, it was actually a little bit, you know, emotional because I was just hearing stories. Reading. Right? Reading. You suck. (laughs) You really suck. Reading stories. This is my life. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how you do it. But um, but what I realized is that, so between the conversations with Heaven Key, that moment on Twitch, what I realized is the healthiest that I've ever contributed and been contributed to yeah. has been when I'm hungry for the middle ground. Not my opinion, not the full extent of their opinion, but somewhere in the middle. That's not to say I'm a you know, fence rider where it's just, oh, I'm indifferent to everything. No, but like I'm hungry for those who I've identified to be not so self-aware, who have extreme opinions and a a semblance of all, oh, I'll hear you out, I'll hear you out, but, but 
there's none of it though. Yeah. Like I'm hungry to see those people bend just a little bit because it's those people who when they actually have a genuine open ear, it affects change within themselves yeah. and change within people who have a dirty perspective of who they are, yeah. of who the person is who is closed-minded, whatever. So like, I, I don't know, man, when it comes to stuff like this, I, I, I can speak on behalf of family who has, you know, darker skin yeah. in, in this sense. Never heard a word about this stuff growing up from yeah. any one of them. So the culture within maybe, maybe it's just my family, but the culture within my Puerto Rican family has been, I, I have to say more so on the side of just, we don't see that. Yeah. We just, it's just not a part of our equation. Yeah. Is that healthy or unhealthy in 2021? Who's to say, but I've had a pretty happy life. I'm colorblind. Michael Scott. Well, right. well, yeah, no, I, you know, my, my take tends to be this and I, I'm sure there's several people be like, Oh, well your white privilege allows you to have that take, whatever. Yeah. But I just think it's a giant mistake for us to assume uh, shared lived experience for any group of people, however you want to make the the grouping, yeah. right? Um, so my problem with it is this. Um, you have no idea what this life has yeah. been like for me. Yeah. You're you're right. I don't I mean I could have some idea, but I, I haven't Dude, I haven't li- I haven't lived it. I haven't experienced. Ever. But the problem is but then so many people assume it's okay or think it's okay to assume they know what my lived experience has been like. Yeah. They look at either my socioeconomic status or my race or my gender and go, Oh, your life has been like this. Yes. Yeah. N- no. Yeah. Not not every straight white middle class christian males lived experience is the same yeah uh, in fact from person to person it all tends to be very very different yeah and the same thing for any other group of people you want to get together so it's you know like i'm a firm believer in minority rights but it's because i believe in the ultimate minority of the individual yeah like let's stop trying to to separate and categorize and whatever, but let's recognize that we're we're all very different, and that your experience is going to be different than mine. Regardless of what other similarities we have, our our lives, our experience, our our beliefs, yeah. our strengths, our weaknesses, our hopes, our dreams, our fears are all different from one person to the next. Yeah, you know. No, that's that's look. It, there's another side of that, right? Because yeah. you're you're saying okay, so so people can look at your life and assume it's one thing, right? Like, and so that's a real thing. People do that all the time and they feel very comfortable in their assessment of that too, because you have this much money or you have this type of job or that's the color of your skin. Okay. The problem is that like that own, that, that logic right there, you, you could flip it on, on any person who wants to make assumptions like that. How about this? Okay. If, if you realize, right, if, if you have that assumption of somebody, okay, then you have to understand that their perspective, let's say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a minority, right? And I, and I clearly see, okay, this person, they've had it good their whole life. It's like, hold on a second. If you had it good your whole life too, if you had the same whatever that they have, right? You should, you should, like, you should understand that at that point you would maybe have the same perspective as them, right? Okay, so if that's the case, then the most important thing to do is listen. The most important thing to do is be hungry for their perspective because if you were in their shoes, you'd be in their shoes. I see that from both sides. So when I talk to like, like having key is the most, the biggest advocate of that, what I just said, which is like, okay, well, if you flip the roles, the roles are flipped. And, and so all we should do is listen to one another and hear each other's stories because they're all unique. Things I heard on t- read on Twitch that day about people I've known for years and I didn't know yeah. that they had gone through that, right? And it right. doesn't, and whatever. So like, I just, but here's the thing. 
I know myself to be a, a relatively like compassionate person in the area of like race conversations and what, what the people in that chat and that the, the, the minority friends in my life, what they, what they so badly need is to, is to have an opening ear similar to the one that I gave that night on Twitch. They need to, they need to experience that from people they perceive to have closed minds. They need to perceive that openness from people who just, that's my opinion, that's my opinion, whatever. And, but that's just rare. But if that were more common among people, it would, we just get so much farther. I believe like, I don't know, man. I'm just really, I'm, I'm really big on that. I'm really big on the fact that like people's, people's perspectives and how they see things is shaped by their life experiences. Mm -hmm. So if we know that, then we should be so slow to just condemn them for their quote unquote off perspective. Oh, you can't see you. You grew up this way. You, you had it good the whole time. It's like, okay, well, okay. In the same way that, that events in life have negatively affected you and your position and how you see your life. Okay, you could view them the same way. They, unfortunately, they had it so good, right? Unfortunately, because now it's led them to a place of not being able to see my perspective. Well, but, but, but to assume they always had it good isn't necessarily true, right? Like, right, right at all. But by but but if you came to that conclusion, right, you should listen, and then you'd find out that it wasn't even the case. Yeah. You'd find out their unique story. Yeah, right. Gotcha. You know, like a parent was abusive or alcoholic or like how often do you see you know rich people, famous people who are miserable. Rich kids or who are addicted to, you know, pick a drug whose parents beat them or whose parents just aren't around at all. Like, we're we're so quick to judge other as good or bad, and so you can find all kind of like miserable trust fund kids running around America, and then you can because I have go visit dirt poor village in third world country and watch kids running around wearing tattered clothes kicking some, you know, deflated soccer ball around with giant smiles on their face without a care in the world because they don't, they, like, they're not comparing it to anything. It's just this is this is life. The comparison um, game. So. Dude, I don't know. I just, open openness to other people's perspective. I'm really glad you brought this up with the In the Heights thing because, like, I mean, even that. See, yeah. I didn't I didn't see the full perspective. So at first I'm like, why are they outraged? Why are they whatever? And so then I listened. And it's like, wait, that is a portion of a community in whatever, Washington, whatever that is. I'm sorry, I just don't know. But, but okay, so this is their story and this is why. And so then, although I don't fully agree with being vocally and, like, affecting your own emotions by just being mad all the time, I can see better than I could before where they'd be coming from. That is a micro example of yeah. a much larger picture that I think more people need to adopt the mindset yeah. of. Well, and I think really what we're trying to say here, guys, is just try the bidet. <laughs> just <laughs> just try it. <laughs> if you want a clean and, bum, and you know maybe... What's so funny is that if you cut out all that conversation and pasted that part right there, oh, it'd, be, of, it'd be perfect. Yeah, seamless. seamless. We could literally just, I'm not saying that we haven't... not haven't done that well, yeah we, we said it once why we had use a, why use many word with yeah. few word do, <laughs> when few word do trick the amount, of, um, the amount of uh office reference on here. i love it yeah it's i wonder how many people greens. that hate the office and keep hearing these like little <laughs> like why did he just say colorblind he's not sensitive to what they're talking about how <laughs> dare he like, like all right. a 15 percent in the office rewatch pod <laughs> basically so yeah. beautiful golly i was talking with kira, kira really listens to office ladies podcast yeah. And uh, what always bugged me uh, is they, how they label their episodes and they do a lot of, I haven't listened to it in a long time, yeah. but Kira was telling me that they do a lot of revisited episodes. I'm still a regular listener. They you just are? did a revisited this week. What yeah. does that mean? 
like so they'll do like episode season one episode one season two season three like in order but then they'll go okay it should be season two episode four but they're gonna go hey we're gonna go revisit season one episode one what does that mean what are they watching it they're just gonna go back and go over like stuff they didn't go over like when they first covered that episode mm. or that season or whatever i think part of it is they're just having so much fun with it mm-hmm. yeah um you know we're we're you know we're peers like we're in that podcasting space like them so we can yeah. understand like how much fun they're having with it yeah uh, they get a lot of fan feedback they get more info on episodes from people in that and they go oh let's bring that guest on yeah. and talk but about what things we missed i think yeah. a part of it really is they're just trying to prolong the gig like i think they're getting through the show you know qu- feeling yeah. quicker than they felt like they That's would true, yeah. but here's the uh, thing here's what they should do here's what they, I, I got there i got it solved here right tweet they're it. gonna listen to this I, right now they should have just gone. On they should have just labeled it season one, episode one, consecutive all the way to the end. Finish it. Yes, there's revisited things, but then you go back and then you do the revisit and order all the way back through. For anybody who wants to watch the super fan episodes on Peacock, uh, Ugh. which is a real streaming platform, by the way. NBC. Yeah, a real no, piece not. of garbage. So for anybody who wants to, I just want to let you guys know. So what it is, and you m- might know about the super fan episodes. Do you? Uh, I don't know where they're called super fan episodes I think that's a little bit mislabeled here's why it's basically the extended cuts of any episodes yeah. they were willing to release the extended cut Peacock of and has those yeah and it's it's a different show it's called the Office I have super the whole episodes. thing on a hard drive it's like 130 gigs and it's the entire I have the entire series uh, and people have edited in where the deleted scenes should have been okay in the is that like fan made or is that it's fan made okay then that's not what I'm talking well okay that's probably the same version of but you so just have more what you're talking about is NBC actually yes made this. yes yeah. so you're so, watching the actual episode with the deleted scenes yes, edited in and let me just I, I look guys I love the office so much no but there is a reason the scenes were deleted. That's what I was about to say. I'm That's, telling you, it's so, so most apparent. of the time. Full disclosure. Good. So, like we were, you know, John and I were talking before before Josh got here tonight. Josh, uh, John was here a little bit early, and he, you know, he was talking about so many times. Like I'm, I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like, I want to chime in, or like I'm yelling at the, you know, oh, you were mad at whatever. me for something I said. Yeah, Peacock, oh. Harry Potter. Oh yeah, that's but yeah. It, so it, that, that, fair, that's what kind of brought this up. Though. He's like, so. we were because we were talking about, you know. Potter wasn't we our talk was like we didn't think Potter was streaming anywhere and he's like yeah it's on Peacock I'm like well Peacock's not real which he took great offense to I don't know if you're personally invested in Peacock you're not how are real, you wa- but I'm just like we, how are you watching it what like what device oh uh, my my computer okay my thing is just like we all know who the major streamers are and Peacock just isn't like I get I that they have what the you're talking about I don't know what you're talking about. I genuinely don't. You think more people are on Paramount Plus than Peacock? No, Paramount's not real either. Oh, I have Paramount Plus. okay. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't actually exist. No, no, I'm saying I'm I'm one of the few that are on it. Yeah, yeah. What, um, but is like it for lack uh, of content, CBS All Access, about, which Kale? I guess CBS All Access became Paramount Plus, right yes. or no? Yeah. Um. So, just these newer upstart streamers, I'd almost even include Apple Plus in that. Like they hit big with Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. But that's really the only Apple Plus original that's really blown the up. The Morning Show wasn't that big. Not like not like Ted Lasso was, and not like some of the like the Netflix yep. and uh, Amazon Prime originals um, have been. So I'm like, the 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 big players are are the oldies, but the goodies. Like obviously Netflix is the gorilla in the room. Mm-hmm. Disney like 
it came, blew it up. They that's really, the most they, unbelievable streaming platform. So they really played their hand well. It's like, so it has everything. Are you watching Loki? Well, they're, no, I, I unsubscribe from Disney Plus, but it's incredible. Their I love catalog it. is just so mass. Uh, they're really playing their hand well, and I like I have my doubts, and but their starting price point and their catalog oh, yeah. and the way they're doing oh, it. Oh yeah, the, the ESPN um, Plus deal too. Yeah, with Hulu. That's, that's yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Um, Amazon, in particular, like. You know, there's a lot of a lot of times I'm scrolling through Amazon Prime, I'm like, who's watching any of this? But then some of their originals are just massive, legit hits, and the Jack Ryan stuffs, uh, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. What's the one? I want to say Miss Daisy, but it's uh, marvelous. Uh, Miss Maisel, I think. Yeah, I've heard f- really great things about yeah. Miss Maisel. Marvelous. Um, you know, Maisel. so. Uh, so like I'm just saying like it's it's not one of the major players. It's not where you go. If I'm gonna find something to watch. I'm definitely going to to Peacock. It, but like for me, it's just, I, oh, oh oh this I forgot to mention this. Uh, I've you know especially when I was younger, but still to this day I'm a, a fan of WWE wrestling. Um, I, I'll admit, listen, the product today is tough to watch. It's it's whatever. Um, but WWE had a, their own network right yeah. where you watch all their archive. You could watch WrestleMania one all the way to current right. Peacock, I guess NBC, whatever, yeah. bought the network from them for like a billion bucks or something like that. And so now, since they merged, that's why I I got it. But I I have I watched all the streaming things on Apple TV primarily, and I did the seven day free trial because I just I saw that um, Peacock did have like a lot of behind the scenes exclusive things that have never been seen before. But you can we have all the Office exclusive stuff yeah on Peacock. So I was like, oh, let me try, it. let me see what they got. Uh, did the seven day free trial. Like there was nothing I hadn't seen. Like I don't know what they. Maybe I was in the wrong spot. Maybe but that's like the I watched all between this, you, yeah. me and you guys. Like Suits, I've never watched it before. I started it the other day. Yeah, it's a good show. Oh, and I also back to the Apple TV. I didn't. The user interface was, is garbage. It was horrible to navigate. And they, I, didn't I think like they were it. vocal yeah. about that though. They said it was like in its early stages. My my maybe. thing is just you know so like that was months ago. So maybe it's better now. It ultimately, is I was going to pivot back to like why the super fan episodes weren't a draw for me because they really pushed that. Is yeah. like the office any any shows bloopers are fun to watch and I think yeah. that that certainly the bloopers are great office. to watch on. Peacock, but yeah. anytime I've seen office deleted scenes, it's always been like eh, I get why that's what got cut. Yep, yeah. there it's just it feels either either poorly acted not that they're all obviously incredibly talented people but everybody has an off Moments. moment and yeah. off whatever so or it just doesn't feel like the character um and so i'm just like i don't feel like i'm Dude, i'm missing that stuff right. and you go to um office ladies like part of what they do a lot that's cool is like they'll have the actual script and stuff so they know yeah. what got cut or that you know they'll they'll post yeah. some of that. and even on this past week um they were doing their look back and um I can't remember what episode they were talking about. Maybe dinner party, but um, they had there were some asides that got cut of Dwight's, and they actually got Rain to read some of them. Oh, that's cool. But even then, he didn't sound like Dwight. Like it wasn't full on, yeah. Um, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, it doesn't. So you know, my thing was when everything started a segment when it like. The studios are just so slow and old media, and so it's like they're so late to the game. Like, oh no, streaming is where it's at. So now they're trying to pull all their contact tent back. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not gonna pay everybody five, eight, ten, twelve dollars a month. I'm gonna well, get back to having a cable bill again. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So I started. Um, I'm a big fan of an app. It's an iOS only app, I think, called Cheap Charts, but it automatically tracks all the listing on iTunes for movies, music, TV, whatever, and you can build a wish list 
And then if the price drops on anything on your wish list, you get a notification and it gives you historical pricing. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, oh, that's really cheap, you can look and go, oh, no, it's been 10, cheaper, 15, yeah. 20 bucks cheaper than that. I'll hold out. And I just started buying our, our go-to shows. I don't have everything yet, but I have a lot of it. I'm like, I'm just not going to chase this I think crap I have all, all over my, the internet. I think I have all my go-to shows now. I have the office signed oh, yeah. that Like you own them? Yeah. yeah. I still need West Wing. I still need Justified. Um, there's something else that I'm, that I'm forgetting. But, but uh, I've got most of We talked of about this before. I'm just scared if Apple were to go under or the, the internet of the world blow up or yeah. the apocalypse happen. Goodbye shows and movies got that I own. More problems than yeah. Oh, I'm I really watch in a my show at that point. Yeah, where if if those those digital licensing rights, if that whole thing doesn't get fixed soon, I'm going to go back to buying Blu-ray and or whatever's next. Right. Uh, they obviously are on 80 episodes. But this uh, this says my last episode I listened to was 40 something. Yeah, they, I'm I'm still a regular listener. I like we've talked about it on here. I really like uh, Brian Baumgartner's. He's yeah, on two. He's on his second one now, and it's it's really it's, it's a totally different tack. Right. Um, it's a totally different take and, and really interesting. He does it. It's just, it's still so weird hearing him as Brian and not oh, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. It's much different. Yeah. Shows how talented he is. He's a big, uh, Packer, Green Bay Packer fan. Yeah. Too. He's like personal friends with, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He had him oh, on his podcast. So we talked about Aaron Rodgers quite a few weeks ago Way and like the, the controversy about him coming back or not. It's still not settled. No. So there's still a lot of controversy and people are confused. So the other day he did an interview, um, and like he wore this shirt, he I think, and I called. What, what did I say? I think it all it'll all be fine in the end, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think I'm right, um, because he was wearing this shirt the other day, uh, and it just has like it just says really big. I'm offended, really big, because he's he's a king troll. Uh, I didn't know that about him. Oh, he's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so I think it'll all be fine. He knows everything seems fine. He seems like still in good mood. So still in a good mood whenever he's in interviews and stuff so i think he'll be back yeah. go pack go all right well, i'm happy for you buddy Thanks. i mean Thanks. that's what you want it's You're, not as a pack yet. fan you want so. him to stay or you don't care yeah. you'll follow him wherever he goes uh i think so yeah the cover of madden was released uh today who is it unbelievable well there's two this year right that Tom was a thing. brady and patrick mahomes they're gonna die this year now first and second play come on that 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 ended a couple of years ago with uh was it patrick mahomes was on the cover and then he won the super bowl so chill Oh, so the curse, ended? curse done. Was that the first guy to not have something bad happen to him? There was a couple more that didn't. Like uh, Mayhomes is the uh, Chiefs QB. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard someone say it like that. I love it. What Mayhomes? Mayhomes? Was, Sorry, I've always, I've always ever heard. <laughs> Sorry, of that's Mahomes. how it's spelled, Josh. I've never. Heard, that's funny. Come on, Kale. Like let's go start a podcast. <laughs> See you guys. Let's get out of here. And <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are shocked because I tend to be so into the sports ball. Uh, well, hold on, but on you it. just knew that there was two on the cover. Yeah. You make me sick. Uh, you know everything, man. It's like, what? Okay. <laughs> it's like actually disturbing. Yeah, it's fine. I mean. Well, that's been a solid seven podcast, y'all. Man. Dude, thanks for coming. Are you kidding me? It was fun. I feel like a kid in a candy Once store. Once again, I feel <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like we're we're going to feed this idea that if if you're a Patreon supporter, we'll you have you on, on the podcast. I'll unsubscribe from Patreon if and that's I, what you want. I'm not saying no. <laughs> I mean, we, I, I want, is that what you're trying to get? I, at? Like, I do want your money, and I <laughs> I do stand by. You know, while we're talking about Patreon support, because John, of course, is is a Patreon supporter because yeah. he's a good person. Um, but uh, you know, listen, it's uh, it's not free doing what we do. We've put some money into gear. We'd like to get some other gear. We'd like to. You know, keep our our guests in the Jocko Go. We'd like to keep ourselves in the Jocko Go. And so, if you're a regular listener and you say, "Hey, these guys are 
or entertaining me for a few hours every month and, and you find some value in that, hop on over to, to Patreon, patreon.com slash solid7podcast and uh, and throw us some support. I, I stand by what I said last week. Even if even if you're not going to be a supporter, you're like, nah, you guys are going to keep doing this whether I pay you or not, so I'll just keep listening for free. Hey, uh, whatever. We've all been there. Um, but uh, I would say at least join the $5 level. You can set it to cancel immediately after you join. <laughs> but uh, join the $5 level just so you can go on and listen to the bonus content from Mike Redacted. His war stories were phenomenal. Oh, it's definitely nice. worth your 5 bucks yes. just to do it for one month. Uh, and go listen to those. But hey, you might find that uh, you love the bonus content and you want to stick around. You might even think, you know what would go nice with this bonus content is a solid seven mug. Mm, and uh, drink that Jocko Go in a mug. Then you just bump right up to that that $10 level and you help make the podcast uh, happen and you help uh, Josh and I feel slightly loved and you get to feel good about yourself too, I'd, I'd venture to say. So, Thanks, brother. That's the, uh, that's the old Patreon pitch. But if you can't do that, and that's okay, maybe you can't swing it right now. Uh, you know, maybe inflation and gas prices are getting to you. Um, then do <laughs> us a favor, if you would, and uh, give, us a, give us the old thumbs up. Give us a, a little rating, a little like, a little mm-hmm. reviews, especially help. We've made it super, super easy for you. You can just go right to uh, rate this podcast slash solid seven. And whatever device you go to that on, it will give you direct links to rate and review on whatever apps are available on your device, whether you're on your desktop, your phone, your your tablet, whatever. Uh, we've made that super easy for you, and that definitely helps. Or if you want to hop on the social media, maybe you're on TikTok. Maybe that's you. You should be like, you know what you people should be listening to? Or maybe you do a little choreographed dance to us playing in the background. Maybe wow. that's the play. So our guitar <laughs> intro. Who knows how TikTok works? That's it. That's that's what goes viral is oh, people doing imagine? the solid seven dance to our little. That's how it starts. Our little intro, John. We need you to lay. We need you to lay down uh, some drums. We need you to back up that. Uh, intro can i ask you guys about the intro where'd you where what is it i mean uh, a good buddy that? of mine who we absolutely will have on the podcast it just hasn't worked out yet uh for the time being because i haven't run him by him we'll just call him matt you know him we'll talk about it okay. off the air um i talked about doing a, a podcast and uh he's uh quite the musician and i'm like hey i'd kind of like to have some intros or some bumpers uh kind of kind of like this He's like, yeah, let me see. Next thing I know, I've got like five, five like five choices. Can we play one of the other ones you sent we'll us? Well, play, I think we always like two and five. Now, two has been our go-to, but let's, let's play five because five, if it wasn't two, five would be my choice. Oh, man. Right, five's like That's, right there. It's got that little bit of that like rage against the machine yeah, feel. Yeah. I, I, it was real close for me between. Yeah. He just numbered these, so that's that's why you guys are hearing the same. That like one's very drummable. I can picture what I play on. And uh, and two's two's what we went with. It's still just so good though. Every time I. Oh yeah, that's no, that's the to one. Me, this yeah. it feel like I feel. I mean, Matt, he, dude, he straight up like he didn't even plug in and record. He pressed record on his iPhone. And he's like, let me record better versions of it for you. I'm like, dude, I love it so much. Yeah. Like, I do not want to mess with it. But I think as much as, as anything, Josh will tell you, like, I, I had a, like, there were several things that were non-negotiables for me. Like, we're going to launch a podcast um, where I'm just like, we've got to get 
X, Y, and Z, right? Um, and one was like, I just feel like that, that intro, that, that bumper, we use it as an outro too. Just, I don't know. It just lends a level of like credibility. It sounds good. It sounds pro. Um, you know, it sounds to me, it, it's a, it's a better bumper than what I hear on some no, large, like big say, dollar yeah. produced uh, podcast. And, but when we do, it's funny cause we don't really need to play it at the start of recording. We reg- like regularly we talk over it because it just gets dropped in and post. We clean it up. Mm. Right. So we don't, but we play it live cause it's just like, it's, it's that, in the mood. It's that thing. Oh, it just cues you up. I, I'm I like, didn't realize yeah, that. That's yeah. Interesting. So like okay. I literally drop in the audio and move us. Cause like you, we were talking a little bit while yeah. it was playing for us here. The second time. The second time we were talking. Talk about yeah. That, yeah. But yeah, we play it for us just to get in the mood. That's cool. And man. We it fix definitely it put me there. Yeah, I mean, I right. Think, well, that probably because I thought it mattered too. But then yeah. we started talking. I was like, yeah. I was like well, <laughs> yeah, I just talk over it. Yeah. So now we have. Uh, I mean, why why not go live with this on the podcast, especially if anybody's still listening at this mm-hmm. point into it? So I've been kicking around this idea with Josh. We'll get your your input as a as a Patreon supporter. But um, now, uh, Josh and some of uh, I say some of our microdacted uh, uh, Patreon supporters are all about like you guys should be doing video too. I'm the holdout on video. Yeah. Um, but you made a good case for it last week. Was that on Patreon or was that on the episode? What, for doing it? it or why we don't do it? Why we shouldn't do it. Uh, that might have just been us talking. <laughs> so I, I thought can't, we recorded it. it, but. it yeah, it, it might have been. I've, I've got, I'm not anti it in general. I'm just anti it where we're at right now. But uh, Josh made the point to me. He's like, you know, um, like the whole bonus content thing, like that. none of our Patreon supporters are supporters because they want the bonus content. To which I replied, not. Not yet. But so I started racking my brain. I'm like, what would drive people to that more? And I think once you're there, you kind of, the bonus content's fun. And I, there's a lot there. It's not like quick clips. Um, you you get bonus almost episodes, not quite full length, but there's a lot of value there to that Patreon. And the mug, I mean, the mug, I, I just can't can't say enough good things about the, the mug. I can't wait to get one. Um, but uh, I'm like, well, what what would drive people maybe to check it out? And so we're, we're kicking around the idea maybe for like an episode 20 or something of doing um, an actual like live episode recording uh, where the Patreon supporters are listening in live and can, uh, if not join in by audio and maybe be on the show, at least be on something like a YouTube super chat or on a discord somewhere where they've got input and can give feedback and ask questions. And so the episode would still release the following Monday, but Patreon only at five or $10 level Patreon supporters could listen in live to that recording and, and participate at some level. So we're going to watch it live. Maybe we might do a, we okay. might do a video. My uh, thought with that, that one. I don't think I told you this when you text me about it. I think my, if I were on the other end and I was a listener, I would think I'll just wait till Monday when it's dropped. Yeah. People like exclusivity. They like mm. being first. There is something that drives that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just listen on Monday, you can't participate. You don't get input. You can't sure. send your question in. Yeah, you sure. can't. I mean, we could make it exclusive only. I just, I wouldn't want to burn a recording necessarily either. Right. Like, let let the people see what they missed. Right. Hear, yeah. hear, hear what they missed. Right. Yeah, I mean, that that's the that's, that's the whole uh, business model of pre-orders is you get a little bit extra because you did right. it sooner. You know, right. you paid a little extra. So, so I don't know. If you're still listening, uh, whether you are a supporter or not, let us let us know what you think. Let us know if you think that's intriguing. You can always slide into the old DMs. Mm-hmm. No one has. No one has. Or <laughs> we go. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Should we continue the podcast and end it tomorrow? <laughs> Crickets. 
uh, or uh, you can always email us at uh, solid7podcast at gmail.com. That's solid the number seven. We're also solid the number seven podcast on Twitter and Instagram, but not TikTok, not ever. Yeah. Take so, that, China. Check Government. it out. Give us a follow. Give us a, a retweet. Check out the Patreon. Grab yourself some Jocko Go. Visit Origin Maine. Buy everything they make and sell. Uh, support American manufacturing and, uh, and make yourself post, better in the process. Post that you drank Jocko Go and that you heard it from us and yeah. uh, that we're friends. Yeah. yeah, do that for real. Yeah, order all all the things from them and then post like I only did this because of Solid Seven Podcast. Yep. So exposure. Yeah. But in the meantime, John, thanks for coming. You got uh, it's late, but you got time to stick around for a oh, little, yeah, little for Patreon. Sure. Oh yeah, you guys, so, everyone uh, listening, you're gonna want to hear this. Oh. <laughs> he saved all the best content oh, yes. for Patreon. But uh, well, John, thanks, listeners, thanks. We love you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Enjoy that sweet, sweet outro. Out. Peace. Ow.